This life unraveled. Each of us has a story. How many times do you listen to other people's stories? Like really, really listen. This Life Unraveled shares stories from all walks of life. Our purpose is to create a space for inclusivity, a place to be honest about our traumas, our successes, our failures, our stories, our truths. To share so that we can create understanding and compassion and to provoke our thought patterns. Are you willing to listen? Welcome, Mike. Thank Tickle, you. Michael, I guess. Preferably Mike. Ask him. Yeah, what do you prefer to be called? Mike. Okay, we'll call you Mike. Today. Michael is when I'm in trouble. When you, you know what? Do you spell it M-I-C, M-I-K-E? What do you prefer your Mike? <laughs> oh, not not like this mic, like the. Uh, He's looking mic. at me like you idiot. Not I know, what right? are you talking about? I was a little like, where are you going with that? But it's fine. Well, you know what? I had to stop doing it at shows when when people would say, "Mic check one." Mic check. I'm like, I'm here and I'm I'm great. That's fine. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, I love that. Cause you used to be in a band, or were. You- no, I just followed these guys he around. He used to be in many. So. That's he what was I thought. Just unoffic- like I know you unofficial follow- members of many. Wait, an unofficial member of many bands? Yeah. Everybody loves Mike. Well, I know yeah. that. If I don't see Mike at a show, I feel like something bad's happened. Mm. Why isn't Mike here? Is this the sign of Jesus coming? The apocalypse is happening. Be. Where is Mike Tickle? If, if I'm not in front of the stage, on. something bad has happened. Right? <laughs> that's that's totally what I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um so typically on our little lovely podcast here, we share live stories. We kind of start out with where you're from and that kind of thing. So what state are you from, Mike? Well, M-I-K-E. I was born in Pulaski, Virginia. I thought you were going to say Alaska. Wait, first Pulaski, of all, Virginia. first of all, I'm going to need a little help here. I see Pulaski. on county websites all the time, P-U-L-A-S-K-I. Right. You say Pulaski? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've been doing my job for 20-something years, and nobody's correcting me, so secretly, internally, I call it Pulaski. Pulaski. And now you're now I'm finding out it's Pulaski. So maybe I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take a break. where Pilates were invented. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the native German. Oh, shoot. Pulaski. 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 From now on, Pulaski. when I see it, I'm going to tell myself, that's Pulaski. That's what it instead is. Instead of Pulaski. Pulaski. I think it's something with... A southern thing that makes me. I mean, we've established the name, but where where do, is it? It's in yeah. southwestern Virginia. Okay. Oh, so it's you're about, close to. Yeah, here. it's about yeah. fifty miles west of Roanoke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So all the tickle people started in Alamance County. Very, very ticklish county. Huh? It's very ticklish. I love the, that. The main guy is there, Johannes Diggle from Germany. <laughs> Please tell me you're Diggle kidding. Tickle? Nope. nope. Wait, is Diggle the original <laughs> yep. like, root uh, word of tickle? He's born. He was born in Germany. He's buried at a Lutheran church. Diggle me in Elmo. Germany. <laughs> I had no in Alamance County. Yeah. And I have been there. Wow. And they just all kind of migrated straight north into Virginia. I mean, that's so. yeah. That's pretty cool. So, did you live there? No. Your whole oh, you you were born there. I was born there. My dad joined the Air Force. Oh, okay. Um, You're an Air Force baby. Yeah, a month after I was born, and wait, he joined after you were born. Yeah. So oh. this was 1970. So it's Vietnam. He had era, that kid, so. and he was like, "Look." I got to get we away. We got some bills to pay now. <laughs> this kid is here. I've got to join the army and make some money. Or I don't want to get drafted. 
Oh. And sent to Vietnam. Wow. So he, he chose. Mm-hmm. Did he end up serving in Vietnam? He, yeah, he went to Cambodia for a little while. Okay. So he doesn't when really did, talk about that. But. When does it end? When did Vietnam, the actual conflict, end? 73? Really? Wow. I think. Okay. Something like that. Okay. So born in Pulaski. I'm going to Google it just you, Then when your dad, when he joined, did he get stationed? Where did he get stationed? Uh, we ended up in South Carolina first. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, then we moved to... April 30th, 1975. 75. Oh, Dang. wow. Lasted wow. longer than... That was 10 years? Yeah. It was like 65-ish, I want to say, when it started. Wow. Ruined our perfect record. <laughs> right, right. That's, I know, right? That is still right. contested. I, I still said that before, and they're like, news never a war. It didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah, so we went to South Carolina. We then moved to uh, Aurora Air Force Base in Colorado. Oh, wow. Um, up to Kinchelow Air Force Base in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, you guys were like slingshotting mm-hmm. all around. And I started kindergarten there, and then we moved to Ellsworth Air Force Base in South Dakota. Oh, darn. Where... I thought it was cold and snowy in Michigan. You ain't seen nothing until you live in South Dakota. Wow. That's, that's like where winter was invented. I think Sean's <laughs> mom has done mission trips in South Dakota before. Isn't that right? Yeah, yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I, I used to uh, have a boss that was from the Dakotas, and he would describe, like he was a, a delivery person, I think like a Schwann's man or whatever. Oh, he yeah. was in charge of a bunch of them. And he was saying they always told everybody in be in before night because you didn't want to be driving around in the Dakotas after dark. Yes. They carried around an emergency candle in case they broke down and you would light it inside the vehicle so you wouldn't die before somebody came and helped you. Yeah. From it freezing can be that pretty sounds desolate. I'm like, that's yeah. a perfect reason why I never need to go there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, kind of intense there. I'm not... I, I would not... I. You know, it was like, what, 32 degrees here when we got up this morning? Yeah, And I could like barely that. function. I know. It was cold this morning. I can't handle that. So what were your typical, do you remember, like, typical temperatures? Oh, uh, I mean, we would cold, go to like school. Negative, and, like negative? Like negative. Like, ne- no. Like, like it's a no. minus 70 wind chill. <laughs> We'd go to school. <laughs> minus 70 wind chill. And they're like, guys, it's like, like burn your skin off your face as soon as it touches you. Guys. Just wrap yourself up and go. Wrap I mean, yourself not, up. Put on one of those oh baklavas and, and let her up, right? You look like one of the kids <laughs> from fantastic. A Christmas Story. Oh, oh yeah. I put my arms down. <laughs> I know. That would be terrible. So did you have any brothers and sisters? I'm the only child. You are it? So mm-hmm. they literally just like had you and they were like, we have achieved perfection. We must not continue. Was that it? That's what I was always told. Okay, okay. So you were told this. That's mm. cool. Yes. Well, uh, only kid. That's and just <laughs> slinging around. Did you make friends when you would go to all these various places? Like, yeah. Or was so that tough? we we ended up staying in South Dakota for twelve years. Oh. So my dad was um, avionics technician for B fifty twos. Nice. The big birds. Biggins. Yeah, yeah. and he went from working in the shop to run in the shop and then he moved to a different job and then they got the b1s uh-huh. so he got on that um i forget what they called it integration or something like that yeah 
And so he was involved with that. Then they offboarded the B-52s, and he just was able to go from job to job. Now, he did get reassigned when I was a junior. Okay. But my mom and I ended up staying. That would be a, a hard time to move as a junior in high school. Yeah, and it was to England. Oh. Oh, well, shoot. Yeah, and I, and I was like, oh. This is going to be great. I'm going to go to England. I'm going to go to artsy fartsy art yeah, school. Yeah. And I'm going to be like a new wave dude. And, love it. and they were like, they have a serious yeah. punk rock scene. Right? Yeah. And they were like, uh, yeah, you're not going. Oh, no. Were you terribly disappointed? I was. Were you really? I was. Do you know what their reasoning was? That was still at a time when, when uh, there was rationing going on. Oh. So you got ration coupons for fuel and for food. And it in just England, on the military bases. On the military bases, right? Okay, okay. So you could go on the economy and buy whatever you wanted to. Yes. But on base, you know, it was it was not going to be easy, and it's oh, it's wow. hard to take a eighteen, nineteen year old dependent over there. You know, it's it would have been different if I was eight. Yeah, right. that would be crazy. Right. I'm sorry. I have to take a picture real quick. Uh, for our podcast guests that do not know, we have a cat that likes to nurse Sean. Mm-hmm. The cat has entered the room and is now nursing Sean while he tries to lead a podcast successfully. When she walked in, she was like, yeah, boy, I got you cornered now. You can't do jack. It that, was literally. That's exactly the same color cat that we have. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Her name is Peaches, and we got her at eight weeks. And because we got her at eight weeks, she... Immediately saw Sean's red beard, and she said, Daddy! Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> and, Mommy. Mommy. Or yeah. Mommy, and that is, like, her. Like, she cries for him when he gets home. To get a hair in your mouth, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Okay. So, sorry, Mike, to interrupt your story <laughs> to tell okay. about our weird cat nursing my husband, which is now people are going to be like, say what? Y'all doing what up in your house? Yeah, no, I'm not God. sure how to. She's just making biscuits on his neck, guys, under his beard. I'm having some kind of feeling right now. I'm not sure how to describe <laughs> Try not to think of it as sexual, I even don't though know it comes it across that way. Try to think of it as nurturing. It's nurturing. Yeah. Let's let's think that way because it, it, the look in her eyes says something different. But we're gonna go with nurturing. They're probably all rolled back. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she's probably making a noise like. Brr, brr. But um, anyway, yeah, that was just to digress a little here, and I will have to post that picture so people can actually see it. Um, so you end up staying. How long is your dad in England? Four years, I think. Well, okay. he was there for a year by himself, and that I, my mom and I stayed behind. I finished high school, uh-huh. and then I went to basic training. Oh wow! And she flew to England. Did Did you know you wanted to do that? Was it expected of you? What What are you? You mean military? Service? Yeah, military. Like going into the service. Um. Did you think you didn't have a choice, or it was your best option, or? Well, I'm not a scholar. You have a really smart job now, though, so that confuses me, but maybe you're smarter than you think. It confuses me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm like, what am I doing? Don't you work at, like, SAS or something? Like, you do really smart man things. Analytics and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. And I never. I'm not a scholar, but I do work at SAS. Yeah, I've only ever stepped foot on a college campus in the old days to chase girls. Uh, Okay, okay, get it, get it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, so my, wow. my grades weren't that great, and I needed I needed something. Um, my dad, you know, of course, 
by that time, I had basically been in the Air Force for 18 years. Right. I mean, yeah, really. You know. You had. I knew everything about it. I could name every airplane at 30,000 feet. I knew everything about it. My dad's like, I don't think you should join the Air Force. Oh. He was Army, right? Isn't that what you said? No, he was no, Air Force. He, oh, was... he was Air Force. He was yeah. Air Force. Okay. Yeah. He said, I, I think the opportunities will be better for you in the Army. Oh. Okay. Um, and my grand plan was that I was going to join as a musician go to the Armed Forces School of Music and get... They have that? Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. know that. I've never yeah. heard anybody say. I'm it's quite... a significant operation. Really? Yeah. I played clarinet, and I got my um, my audition piece. I got all that stuff ready to go, and it was like one night I was practicing for all-state band or an ensemble competition or something like that. Yeah. Working on the same four bars for... A couple of hours, <laughs> and I decided that this was not going to be for me. But you just like, I'm just not going to do this. I was like, I'm done. I said, Mom, Dad, I, I, I'm still going to join, but yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And my parents were always um, enthusiastically supportive of everything I wanted to do. Wow. So I they were that. like, okay. So I guess you'd say you had a good upbringing, or you had a good supportive of supportive. Is that the word you're looking for? Yes. Yes. Very supportive. Which and is fantastic. It, oh, yeah. It, you know, I never, being the only child. Yeah. Uh, we used to call that being spoiled, but now we call it privilege. Oh, is that, is that yeah. there's the difference. Um, I never, uh, I mean, it's like, mom, dad, I want to race BMX. Okay, let's go to the bike shop. Oh, I love that. You know, I want to rock climb. All right, let's get the RAI catalog out. Um, mm. I, oh, you don't want to go to music camp. All right, where's the forms? You know, it was never wow. anything like that. So when I, I told them, I said, I, I'm not going to do this. And um, I ended up joining as, as a photojournalist. A photojournalist? Yeah, because I, had, I was on school newspaper and uh, actually had to type. I had to take a typing test. Mm. Did you? Yeah. How many words per minute can you type, Mike? Back and are in the they old accurate? days, 30, 30 words per minute. Is it? I mean, that's pretty easy yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it's not that that hard that's a word every two seconds yeah it's not that hard i had to take i don't know what my numbers are yeah i had to take a civil service uh typing test okay the age of 18 not too bad not too bad so i do want to ask you this too (laughs) not too bad not too bad thank you that's fine that's fine you did good you did well it's acceptable mike that's acceptable (laughs) we'll take that for your non-scholarly brain that now works at sas right (laughs) So, were you raised with faith in the home? Oh, yeah. Okay. We uh, we were visited once by a um, traveling Lutheran pastor. Really? Um, he was uh, sent from Minnesota to start a church. In Dakota? And, yeah, he was sent from Minnesota to South Dakota. All right. And we met in his living room. Then we met in the school gym. Then oh, wow. We, then we built a church. So, like, he literally came and he grew a church. He grew a church. Did he kind of grow it out of that base, out of those people there at the base? Mm-hmm. Wow. And about how old were you when you started all that that you remember? That's sixth grade, fifth grade. Okay, so that's a that's a good time to really understand what's going on. Right. You know, be part of it. So, that's good. So, have you, um, we'll, we'll cover, you know, a lot of your life here, but have you always had faith or have you ever struggled with it? Like, do you feel like? I have struggled with it. Know? 
Yep. Um, going through basic training, learning to kill people oh, was God. kind of like, I don't, I'm not a pacifist, but yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, where does this fit in? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm trying to be patriotic and I really, yeah. Right. But you know, you're trying to kill. Yeah. Right. No matter what you join. Yeah. You are a warrior first. That's something I don't think about a lot. I mean, honestly, I just don't, I don't think about it. So did you, um, after you, you know, you joined, did you ever um, get deployed anywhere? Well, so that was uh, at the time when Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait. Mm, I do remember that. Operation Desert Shield. <laughs> desert Shield turns into Desert Storm. Desert Storm, Storm. yeah. Oh. I didn't know that part. I feel very uneducated right now. I only knew Desert Storm. Yeah, so we were scared that he would try to go into Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. So we sent, you know, thousands of people on a vacation to Saudi Arabia. Oh. Where we found out that, like, Humvees don't work in the sand. Oh. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Shoot. It was a bad time. So <laughs> I was stationed with the 3rd Infantry right outside of D.C., their ceremonial unit. Oh, wow. It's like the the Army drill team is in this unit. The, yeah. The guards at the Tomb of the Unknown. Oh, wow, all, cool. All this stuff. And our job was funerals. Oh, that's that's a tough job. Yeah, so. Well, did, did you have many over there? No. I didn't think so. No, oh, not okay. many. I think we maybe did eight. Oh. But bad. we were geared up to do 30 a day. Mm-hmm. Good. And I did get papers to go. Yeah. But it wouldn't get signed off on because I needed all hands on deck to support ceremonial stuff. Oh, wow. So y'all were doing them here when they came, brought the bodies back over here. Yeah. Arlington gotcha. Cemetery. And that was when it was Desert Shield or also during the Desert Storm? So there were not many combat fatalities. Okay. The majority of them were training accidents, unfortunately. Oh. But nonetheless. They still get the, the full service mm -hmm. when they come home. Yeah. Yeah, that would. Those are very somber occasions. So. Get jaded. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And you, you really. You really have to check yourself a lot because you would try to come on post and there yeah. would be, we had, we had two chapels. There was a small one and a big one. Uh -huh. And there would be a, a big funeral at the big chapel and the roads would be blocked off. And you're like, why are these roads blocked yeah. off? It's like, well, it's a funeral. Yeah. Somebody died. Yeah. So you almost could lose your sense of compassion if you're not careful. Yeah. 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 Cause it becomes common. Mm -hmm. Like, well, common this place. is what I do. You know, this is common. This mm -hmm. is normal. Um, Wow. Um, how long, so no, I, how long I, did you serve? I mean, was your whole time enlisted? Were you with the same 3rd Infantry? or Kind of. Uh, my first three years, I was there with the Old Guard, 3rd Infantry. Then I transferred to the Army Band. Oh, you did get in the band? The Army. Well, I'm not playing. I'm not yeah. playing. You're like, yeah. I know. I was like, I was a roadie. So I kind of <laughs> met my dream, right? <laughs> I'm an army band roadie. No. Yeah. So this army band, this is the United States army band. This right. is the pinnacle. These are people that have like doctorates in trombone, right? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Juilliard trained. Yeah, like orchestra. Yeah. I just, I didn't, these are things I just did not know. What does the U.S. army band do? Do they do like the big? stuff. We do. We did 
we did shows uh, twice a week. We inaugurations, did, um, and... inauguration, state funerals. Uh, we traveled. What? I traveled a lot. Do so... they play with the sports teams, or is that something completely different? Um, you know, like Army versus Navy. You know, football games, stuff like that. No, West Point does that. West Point does West that. West Point band does that. Gotcha. Wow. Do you have like a place that you went or a thing that you did that you thought was like really cool as an army band roadie? Gosh, they were all just, I th it depends on what was fun. There was a lot of alcohol involved usually. So that was, <laughs> I mean, that might've made it fun for you guys. San Antonio was a, a blur. Um, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the thing that I remember the most, and this is, music nerd was the great american brass band festival really it was in um tennessee oh okay and it was just like two days of brass we, we had a brass band that we sent out there and i went as a photojournalist yeah that was my yeah. job to cover these take pictures and all that how cool is that yeah it was a lot of fun and there were a lot of some of the the elements like the uh the blues band oh I love that. They were amazing, but they were, man, those guys left home, and it was strip clubs. And oh, yeah, darn. it was. They were tearing up the town. Madness, and of Mad. course, of course, I'm like right behind them the whole time, right? Hey, <laughs> Hi, I'm your buddy Mike. I will say uh, that uh, I did have a lap dance purchased for me once by one of them. So. Oh my gosh, you didn't no, turn no away. No pictures of those events. I'm yeah, sure no, no, no photographs, please. Photo, it's like that sweatshirt I have. The '90s photograph. was so much fun, but there's no evidence. Yeah, you know, and it's it's probably a good thing that there's no evidence. On there was no social media then to share yeah. these things. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that was. My time in the army was the best job that I ever had. Really? I did not like running. <laughs> oh well, I, you, you know what? I, don't I really enjoy didn't like now. that part. I don't enjoy running now. Sometimes I have nightmares about it, and like, <laughs> and like yeah. I'll feel myself like physically trying to run in the nightmare, and you're going so slow, and I think it's because I am seriously laying next to Sean in the bed. Trying to run. I think I'm trying to run away. That's the way it is for me. And like occasionally I'll have a leg kick out. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, what the heck? I don't even dream of running anymore. So. Because you just it's, knocked it from your over. mind. Yeah. I hate over. running so much. I don't even allow it in my dreams. Push ups, no, burpees. My wife was like, you should do burpees and help. No. Don't no. say burpee to me again. No. Yeah, that's a, a full body thing right there. Yeah. A burpee. That's it's all of you. It's it, there were times when I used to work out. I should work out again, but when I used to, and they'd be like, "You're gonna do like 30 burpees," and I'd be like, literally heaving my body off the mm. ground, and I would get very vocal. Yeah. Very. I mean, like everybody else just think, eh, just up and down, and I'm over here like, <laughs> you know, like making these noises like a monster is emerging mm. from my body because mm. I'm like, this is hard. It is hard work. Yes. So not yeah. Pleasant. So how long did you stay in the army? Like, what age were you? Seven years. Seven years. Okay. Yeah. I had to get out. That was um, after Desert Storm and all that. We had the big drawdown. We lost several divisions. And um, I had to get promoted. I was an E4. Uh -huh. The only way I could stay in was to get promoted. Okay. And in order to get people out, they ran up the promotion points to... 999 oh my goodness which is impossible right there's a bunch of different training you have to go to what? 
in in order to go to that training, you have to be within like the top ten percent of your points, and it's it's unattainable. So, so I may just, sound like I I really, just walked. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. What what I don't even know what a drawdown is. Like we had a drawdown. Do we have too Less many people? Troops. Yeah. yeah. Reduction so we of actually parts. had too many troops at one point. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it's just it, when you say we had too many, it was really just a matter of opinion that it was a peacetime, and so they didn't. Want to have that many active members of the military, so that's what it means to draw down. Yeah, to me, it almost means too that we're paying all well, these guys, and we really don't need all of them. The biggest part of it was the fall of the Soviet Union. Oh yeah, because okay. we had all—I mean, we had enough stuff in Germany to go to town, and that all got shut off. Oh wow, I feel like I need to get out. The old history books or the Google, which I really prefer the Google, mm -hmm. when we get done today so that I can, like, reread some of this. It's very interesting. <laughs> now I'm like, wow, I must not have listened in school. I don't think I did. How did you, I pass? Adrian, it wasn't in school. You were living it. I know yeah. I was living it, but they weren't talking about it in the current events. No. They, they, you have to watch the news. I know. We had these little news things. And then you had to have a dad like I did who made everything okay, well, political and a point. Oh, yeah. so, I was in a single mom home, so I didn't hear this. about it. This and then my, my grandpa was, was actually like a Democrat, Clinton's and he didn't talk fault. about it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. At least at our house, it was. Mm -hmm. It was what? Say it again. <laughs> it, w it was the Clinton reduction of force. Oh. Um, even though, let's face it, he just signed off on it. He didn't decide. He the generals the idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, Bill Clinton. Yeah, whatever. Here you go. Here's my John Henry Hancock, yeah. whatever. <laughs> let's yeah. not use that word with Bill Clinton. Oh, okay, yeah, better not. <laughs> um, so, um, during your time in the army, did you were you in? Were you married? Anything like that, or no? You yes. well, that's a yes. We have a yes here. Mm -hmm. You were married, okay. It was. Okay. Were you one of the? Uh, as, as soon as you, like you walk out of the enlistment door and you walk into the wedding chapel door, kind of guys, or yes, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, so. Uh, so, how long were you in the army before you got married? Like literally, like you walked out of one door and went into the other. No, no. Are you being serious? Uh, I was stationed at Fort Myer for about six months. Okay, six months, and then you found someone you thought was the one. Mm -hmm. Okay, did you and, and that someone have children together or no? Yes. Okay, and you are no longer with that someone. Correct. Okay, I thought you later on met. Um, the fabulous Allie. Mm -hmm. Yes, I thought so. And you have 14 years ago today. No oh, way. Wow. Well, happy meeting anniversary. Yep. Thank yes. you, Facebook memories, for remembering everything. Why are you here then? <laughs> no, it's the well, day it's not he really met an her. anniversary, <laughs> right? It's the day he met her. It's not like yeah. the day he married her. Right. There's a difference. If it was his anniversary and he was here, we'd probably kick him out right now. Yeah. We'd be like, uh, uh, out of here. Get, get, yeah. get. And Allie would probably already be waiting for him. Like, uh uh, I know you didn't leave. <laughs> Yeah. So you leave the Army. You're trained. You're a photojournalist mm -hmm. for the Army. What do you do after that? Well, t first off, what what was that job like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as photojournalist for the military. Um, well, I did, you know, we had morning formation. I did PT, went and ate breakfast, got dressed, mm -hmm. and basically, see you guys. I had a beat, right? Yeah. Uh, 1,300 man infantry unit. All the companies were lined up down yeah. the road. And I just kind of, you know, first sergeant, what's going on? Tell me. 
You got anything exciting? Anything interesting? Yeah. Um, I would occasionally go shoot promotion ceremonies, award okay. ceremonies, stuff like that. So, yeah, I was very busy. And um, we had a weekly paper called the Pentagram. Oh, my gosh. From the Pentagon. <laughs> From the Pentagon. Yeah. I, I see where they're going with that, but it's also kind of scary. Yeah. When I first saw that paper, I was like. Y'all know what that is. Right? I'm Lutheran, <laughs> and we're not allowed to do this. Yeah, I can't write for this paper. Yeah. Um, so my goal was to get, like, two stories a week printed, and um, I kind of kept, like, a four-story bucket. Oh, that was smart, yeah. going so I could kind of get things out. And, um, you know, it was just – it was great. I, I just loved doing it. Wow, that's it great. Now so much the- fun. The information that you would you would write and you would, um, you know, to take pictures for was that only distributed like amongst the army and their families, or, you know, did it get out further than that? I had one story that got picked up by the AP. Oh, what? It was Mike Tickle's famous. It was uh, we had some, uh, I mean, three star and four stars or a dime a dozen around there right they're just everywhere yeah one of them we had a big retirement ceremony and i covered it and uh his local paper in somewhere texas picked it up oh wow yeah that's awesome that's the only one so but were you like i have arrived <laughs> i have arrived we are here no not really you were you were you're like <laughs> no. oh, okay. i'm still humble i'm still gonna be humble yeah no everything went into the pentagram and it was <laughs> that uh, sounds so weird I know. it just sounds weird it was distributed summoning stories for the pentagram exactly it was distributed you know everywhere in virginia maryland dc every friday so. it cost a lot of blood sweat wow. and tears no just blood i just need blood. to know <laughs> if there's like so now they probably don't distribute papers anymore it's probably internet i don't know i think they're still printing it yeah. Real, is it still the pentagram you think yeah, it is still the pentagram dude yeah. that's cool I've, i'm gonna have to i'm sure i bet on ebay they got some pentagrams for sale you could probably just Find the actual website for the paper. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, I thought about that, but I thought, like, an old original, like, how cool was that? We could probably buy some of Mike Tickle's photojournalism on eBay if we tried hard enough. I have I have clipbook. I have I have a portfolio with pretty Do much everything really? in it. Yeah. Oh, we should look at that sometimes. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. It would be neat. Take a walk down memory lane, and oh. Adrienne gets a history lesson since she all, obviously All turning it. yellow. <laughs> the, the page is turning yellow after so many years. But. Oh, wow. That's cool. So. What year was that when you, uh, you, you got out? 97. 97. So right before the turn of the millennium. Y2K. Ooh. And and not too far off, a little later down the road from nine eleven happening. Yep. So when that happened, did you feel like did did you kind of feel like I'm glad I'm not in it, or were you kind of like, oh my god, I need to go back, or did you have, or you just kind of just I'm just living my life now. I'm just doing my life. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I was past my all of my commitments. Yeah. To the to the government. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, the from the second you enlist, this was when I was in. From the, from the day you enlist, you have eight years. Uh huh. If you were in for six, you're still on the hook for two more. Okay. To answer your phone, right? Okay. Um, but I was well past that, so. Because you didn't. were at seven years. Yeah, I was. Well, 
10. Because I think we all kind of assumed there might have been a draft. 89 is when I joined. Okay. But also, since I got out on a RIF reduction in force, I was yes. not eligible to rejoin. Oh. No. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, do you think you would have if you'd been eligible? No. You don't know. No. I, I mean, that's... It, 9-11 that was a crazy time we had just gotten married and I remember being afraid that they were going to do the draft and um you know I just I didn't want I was scared I think we all were yeah it was, was a little fascinating because when I was we did a lot of exercises mm -hmm. for like the defense of DC um Yes. Riot control, stuff like that. Right, yeah. Uh, they were the Golden Eagle exercises, what they were called. And Golden Eagle being the president. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, and in the help. days after 9-11, I watched all that play out. Yeah. Right? Like the... Was that kind of crazy? Like It was really weird. To be like, we practiced for this. Yeah. And now we're using it. Yeah. Like surface-to-air missiles at the Pentagon... Um, bandsmen, army bandsmen, yeah. uh, during that time, they are in charge of, um, perimeter security, checking people in and checking oh. people out. POWs. That's that, a I mean, lot that's of what work they, then. Yeah. That's what they did in world war two. The bandsmen were in charge of processing POWs, yeah. you know, writing your name down, all that stuff. And the wow. guys in the army band, I mean, the people that I knew were there checking people in and out of the, that's interesting. Yeah. Know, just to think of how it played out kind of later. Yeah, it was really, it was fascinating. It was, I mean, you're right, it was pretty scary. Yeah. But, yeah, I had no, I, I, I'm, I love my country, but I didn't feel a need to get. Involved? Yeah, because it was too much unknown. <laughs> there right? was a lot of unknown. <laughs> Who did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and even now looking back, it's like, whew, it's a lot. Yeah a lot to take in and digest so um so when you uh got out riff is what you call it right mm. yeah when you were riffed out of there mm. um did you automatically go into similar line of work or what kind of what kind of income did you try to or job did you try to get <laughs> i know, no, I know this it's a very is, crazy question this I this up. is great so i'm sure we will get into all the intricacies of my marriage and all that stuff well, you well lead that's the up way. to you it's what you you're comfortable with well that's it's it's key to a lot of things in my life um you mean that first marriage is key yeah bless jesus hallelujah uh, bless it um <laughs> i had already started a part-time job at an internet company this okay. was back in the days of up that. and coming dial up dial up internet. Okay, right? this is why Mike's at Saturday. today. Guys. Yeah, and I worked I worked on the help desk. I took phone calls. You know how do I make this thing play? You know, <laughs> it's all that stuff. Lead, right? I can only imagine oh, the my type gosh. of calls you how, got back then. How many times? Nineteen ninety six. Has Mike said, "Unplug it, leave it <laughs> off for so many seconds, plug it back in." How many times have you said the word unplug it? A lot. I mean, probably more than most Americans. Put the O-N-O-F-F -F selector in the O-F position and wait. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so I had started doing that part-time, um, which is when a lot of uh, things were happening behind my back in my marriage. Oh. Um, 
and then I segued from that that job into their web design shop, bur burgeoning web design shop with two people, and wow, that Guys, was we are interviewing one of the original web designers. I know, right? Oh, G. Yeah, I had right. when I was on the army band. We did. We created the second official website in the army. I'm impressed. Besides army.mil. Yeah. I'm and, impressed. And I went to this big meeting with the three-star general. He was the deputy chief of staff for information management. And he said, you people will not work on websites while you're on duty because it is a fad that will go away. <laughs> and I always wonder what uh, that man's doing these days. <laughs> was he might he be... older then? Or... Yeah, he was an old dude. Yeah. He probably did. And he's he, probably dead. And he's he probably... like, this is not going to last. But yeah. I mean, the internet literally took the world by storm. Yeah, it exploded. And so I went. Yeah. it was easy for me to get into that job. And then one thing led to another. I started programming and... It it all 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 uphill from there. And when I was when I was getting out, you know, I was I was an E four. I was making eighteen thousand dollars a year. That's the lowest that's when you enlist you're an E four, right? E one. E one? Okay. Yeah. Which is like nine thousand dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> My first paycheck was three hundred and thirty dollars. You Ooh, remember. Wow. Yeah. You remember. Um that's funny. And you know, when I was getting ready to get out, I, I, I did some interviews with the local papers because I yeah, wanted definitely. to do that, right? I mean, yeah. I'd already been writing for seven years. I had a lot of good portfolio stuff. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you'll start out in obituaries and community calendar for 15 a year. And I was like, but, but look. I have look. all this. I've done look these this. things. Yeah. Like, no. Wow. So. Well, you know what? In hindsight. Newspaper versus beginning of the internet. I think you made the right decision. Yeah, I would be. You would not be making as much money as you do now, probably. I would probably I'm going be to make an assumption. Starving somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> on the street with his little tin cup. Yeah. I used to follow the army band. We'll write for our. We'll write for food. Yeah, I'll take your picture. Yeah. <laughs> for higher editing. Yes, anything, yes. please. So, let's let's go ahead and touch on that first wife. I don't in? want to touch on her. I don't want to so, touch her. Yeah, I just want yeah. to know what happened. So my, my dad, you know, he was a, a, a leader of men in the Air Force because of his rank. And we always heard the stories about the, the fresh airmen coming out and marrying the first girl that they fell in love with or the first girl they had sex with. And yep. I said, I am not <laughs> doing that. I will not do that. Oh I God. promise. I hate saying I will not because I always shoot myself in the foot. I did. You shot yourself right in the foot? I like? did. There was this girl in, uh, so my journalism school was a DOD school. So there was all services, boys and girls. Okay. Whew, talk about a blur. I <laughs> bet so. <laughs> uh, I made it out with any, without any STD. Good for you. Oh my God, Mike. I'm so happy for you. Whew. And that you know of no, uh, no babies that you're aware of. Far as I know. Okay. Well, uh, DNA testing's come a long way. I'm yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> and there was a girl. There was a girl that was there. I'm not gonna say her name, but I really fancied her. She was. Uh, she was. She. She's Filipino. She was, she was a nine out of ten. She, she was tall. Oof. Um, 
but she rejected all advances by the Mikester. She was not oh, having man. anything. Uh, well, no tickling the dickle there. Yeah, oh. no, she was out. She was like, nope. So we uh, ended up getting stationed pretty close to each other. Really? Yep. She was at uh, CID, Criminal Investigation Division. Okay. And me and my buddies, the guys that I went through school with, they're like, hey, Jenny's in town. Oh. You know? Not Jenny. Yeah. Oh, damn. I said her name. I can take <laughs> it out. Do you need it taken out? No, it's fine. It's fine. She knows. Everybody knows. Um, okay. So we ended up, me and one of my buddies and Jenny and her friend, uh, the person that I would marry, we all went out together, and I was not, I was there for one girl, Janae. Janae. Yes. And the Filipino beauty. For whatever reason, ended up with the other girl. Oh, so you just kind of hit it off with the other girl while you were there? Yeah. Well, mostly because. Jenny was still cold shouldering me. Yeah. So. How dare you, Jenny? Like, Jenny? Look what jealous. you missed. You missed yeah, I was finally like, the internet, basically. Yeah, I was finally like, okay, I, I'm cool. I get it. I understand. It's obviously not going to happen. So well, I'll at least you move on. Didn't turn and into a I, I have seen pictures of young Mike in the past. Are you about to say he was hot? He looked like a certain movie star. I don't know the name. Of oh the my person. God! Are you talking about? Um, are you talking about a movie star that was also like an army type? I, I don't know about that. What are you talking about? Which movie star? I, you, if you saw the picture, you would know. I'm going to need to see He's, this He picture. played like in a lot of cop TV shows and stuff like that. Oh, 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 oh. I think I know who you're talking about. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. I know. I see his face. <laughs> Looking at Mike, I see the guy's face. He's but in I that cannot... meme, too, where he's laughing like Yes, really I know well. exactly who oh. you're talking about. Oh, my God. What is his name? You do look like him. Especially when he was younger. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Now, if I can't even, you, can you give me a movie or something so we can Google this guy? No. Great. No, great. I can't either. <laughs> okay, but you know who we're talking about, too. I think I do, you yeah. You do, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, well. Yeah, so. Uh, Let me Google famous memes and I'm going to find it. We. <laughs> oh, you're you're gone. You're going to fall down that black hole. I know, <laughs> I know. Then I'll be like over here and you'll be like, Adrian, we're doing a podcast. I'm like, hold on, I'm doing this famous meme search. Wait a minute, is he the. <laughs> He may be the guy that was on Wild Hogs is the uh, motorcycle club Oh, wait. Dude. Wild Hogs film. Let's go for the cast. Hold on. I got progressive lenses this week. So let me. Nice. He's getting old. The Ray Leota. Leota. Ray Leota. You, you look better than him right now. Oh, God. Yeah, you look a lot better than yeah, Ray right he's now. he's pretty old. You look, yeah, you look way better than Ray. <laughs> oh, but look at Ray when he was young. Right there. Whoa. Does that kind of remind you of Mike? One of these? Are you blind? It's it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's pointless to what we're talking about anyway. I totally see it, though. I totally see it. He got rejected by Janae, and the other girl was there. Yeah. Yeah. It was... I never... Do you feel like you're having a... Do you need to... Do we need to talk about Jenny's rejection? I... It was hard. Because I... Usually, you really? not rejected. You <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know what? Toot my own horn or anything. Did Jenny get with any of the boys? Maybe Jenny was gay. No, she she's she's got a family. Okay, she's got a family. She had a family. Okay, she's she's done good for herself. She was just we're friends on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. So she hears this. Shout out, Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Okay, he's okay. Jenny Stanley in Myrtle Beach. 
Oh, dang, he even knows where she lives. Well, but he didn't turn into a stalker, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of him, and he didn't get an STD, and he basically helped start the internet. I mean, there's so many things to be proud of Mike for right now. I'm acclaimed. Oh, yeah. Is that Mike? That's Mike. Save that picture so we can post it. It's me and my dad. Yep. At the Tickle Tea House. Tickle Tea House. Tickle Manor. Tickle Manor. Is that real? It's on the sign. Oh, my gosh. That, That was back when we believed that we were... English instead of German, but <laughs> that's a whole different ball of wax right there. Yes. So, whirlwind romance. Um, we found out we were pregnant. Oh. It does happen. It does happen. It does. Um, How long had y'all been together when there was uh, evidence of a pregnancy? Six months. <laughs> okay, just six months. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's pretty decent. That happens, right? Yeah. Um, and let's go back to that being the time when Saddam Hussein was ready to march his ragtag military into Saudi Arabia, and yeah. there's a bunch of people deployed. And she was on active duty. Wow. We are both on active duty. And I'll tell you what, Army doesn't like that. Oh, when you're pregnant and active duty. And both of you are on active duty. Yeah. Because who's going to be there with the kid kind of deal. And there's some stuff about to go down. Yeah. Don't like that. Yeah. Um, That was the time when I got my papers that said, we're going to send you over there. So we, we got married. Got married in the courthouse. Yeah. Uh, It was something that. Yeah, I wanted to do it. Yeah. But it was, we really needed to do it to make things right. And and not just from a, you know, like a lot of times um, you hear about it more when we were all coming along versus like our kids now. You would get married because it was the right thing to do. Right. Um, but you needed to also do it from the Army's perspective. It was right. so much more than just the right thing to do. Yeah, it's very time. complicated dynamic. It was difficult yeah but, yeah i mean i don't regret it yeah. i don't i don't live my life with regrets i just just learn from it right yeah yeah um so our first daughter was born um december 13th 1990 oh wow an hour and a half after i turned 20 Whoa, you were like Sean. Sean, we had our first when Sean was 20. Not an hour and a half yeah, after he turned an hour 20. And a half, yeah. My birthday was December 12th. And Whoa. spent spent my birthday laboring away at That's Walter fun. Reed Army Hospital. Is that a fun time? So, yeah. so y'all share the birthday? Well, was she, she, a day after? she was the day after. Okay, I wasn't sure how the clock hit. Yeah, the, it was like midnight, 1.30, she was born. Gotcha. So, wow. On, on the 13th, so it was pretty Were you kind of like, dang it. Yeah, I I was I thought it'd be cool. Push her out now! Push yeah, her out now! Let's go! Time, 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 time! Come on! Come on! Come on! I'll stretch. Not not <laughs> like with my 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 nine year old who was born on uh, September tenth. <laughs> like, let's go! Let's go! I don't want a December eleventh. You know what? September. We have Allie, we have September, September eleventh baby. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I was supposed to have her on September tenth, and the hospital was too full. And I was devastated because I was like, no, 9-11 oh, is no. such a sad day. But since we've had Pull your microphone since we've had Allie on 9-11, it gives us a reason to be happy now yeah. instead of so somber. So it's been good. Um, so you marry this lady. You have a baby. 
and that's yeah. your world's first falling daughter. apart around you. With world's war. falling apart around us. Um, we 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 did pretty good for ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our second child was born in. Uh, oh, so y'all have more than one. Ninety-two. Ninety-two. Joshua just turned thirty. Oh wow! I was about to say he's ten years younger than I am. Yeah. Um, and we, 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 when he came around, we, we did struggle financially. It was, yeah. it wasn't that easy because we were, I mean, grand total, like $30,000 a year. Yeah. Uh, we ended up moving back on base in, uh, government housing. Yes. High rise was awful. Roaches, sinks that backed up all the time. It oh was my gosh. Every Every horror story that you hear about base housing was in that place. Oh. Drunks running up and down the hallway. It was it was awful. Great place to raise a family. Yeah, and that's yeah. all it was, was families. Oh, wow. Yes. The only way you could live there is if you had a wife and kids. Okay. Or a spouse and children. And it was that jacked up. That's sad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, that building is actually was uh, torn down a couple years ago. I was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodbye, Tensateris and your roaches. Burn it down. <laughs> and your rats Burn it down. And all that. Yeah. Uh, ended up, um, she got a compassionate discharge from the the, the army. Okay. Uh, because we did have two kids. Yes. And again, the army's not a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. And how dare you procreate? I know, your right? Spare time and have both of you on active duty when you can go to Saudi Arabia and you can go Japan or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. How yeah. could you? Uh, so she got the compassionate discharge, and it was interesting because what was breaking us was childcare. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet. And we lost an income, and we're making more money. If that makes any sense. Oh, it does make sense. Because she stayed home. Yeah. And that. I mean, two young children. Yeah. That's tough. But eating us alive. Oh, I'm sure. Eating us alive. Yeah. And she was able to, um, she even started uh, watching kids. Okay, yeah. So. Um, at some point was when I started working at uh, the internet company. Okay. Part-time. Mm -hmm. And around that time, which would have been, I think this went on a lot longer than my discovery. Okay. Uh, she worked for the USO. You know what the USO is, right? They had an office in uh, Roach Hotel. <laughs> <Road hotel>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and she was a volunteer down there and you know we got a lot of um tickets for the capitals okay yeah hockey right oh, yeah. yeah they donated a ton of tickets and for a long time she was going to hockey games with her friends yeah boyfriend mm. it wasn't her friends it was her boyfriend it's a yeah. boy toy yeah um wow so march of and i'm guessing you weren't friends with the boyfriend like this wasn't something you I agreed to no 
I'm not. Yeah. He was on active duty. This uh, is a this is another key point that will come uh, up later. He was uh-oh. on active duty. Oh. Yeah. So March of ninety six. March fourteenth. No, that's not it. It was it was during March. Um what happened i can't remember she was at a hockey game and i was trying to find figure out where she was because it was like midnight and she wasn't home yet yeah and i called her friend who lived upstairs and she wouldn't tell me oh where she was sign one something's wrong yeah so she knew where she was but she wouldn't tell you and I called back about a hundred times. I said, you need to tell me where she is. Oh. Then I got a phone call. Uh, this was back in the early early days of caller ID. Yeah. Yes. When you had oh. to have the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, his name came up, a name which is seared in my brain. Mm. Oh, I bet it is. And it was my wife. Oh, my gosh. Stop calling people. I'll be home when I want to be home. What? And this is like your first sign of a of a serious issue? Yeah. Wow. And it was maybe two weeks later I moved out. Really? Yep. So when she got home, did she, when My did she come racing. home? <laughs> oh, when did, awful story when did this tell, woman yeah. come home? When did she? Uh, she came home, it was one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. When she and you guys have home. two little kids there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, and you're watching them. It was it was not a good, not a good situation. Mm. I, I bet it was not. Yeah, because she was just like, I'm done. Wow. So she didn't even try. She was to explain it away. It was just, hey, we're this is over. You think it was literally just wanting to hook up with somebody different, or she... it it was the same guy. It was one guy. Yeah, but you think she just wanted to be with somebody different, just. I guess maybe it was because I was gone working at night. Maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. You hear that kind of stuff happen a lot and you're just like, I don't understand, but happened right under my nose. That's rough. That's rough. So you moved out within two weeks of finding out. Yep. And then I'm assuming, did she keep the kids? She did. She stayed in our quarters, which was illegal. You can't just have family there without the service person. Yeah. Yeah. So she had to move out. Um, and it's so awful. And in the process of, you know, going over there to see my kids and yeah. take care of the kids to the to the old apartment. Um, I went in there and his uniforms were folded up on my dryer. I'd have lit him up with a match. I threw him in the dumpster. <laughs> I'd have lit him up. I mean, I probably would. I don't. Oh. Boots, BDUs, yeah, all, of all of it. I threw it in the dumpster. I bet you felt so good <laughs> doing that. I don't know what I felt. It was just. Probably so angry that you couldn't even feel satisfied. Right. Yeah. Um, we had this in the basement. There was, we had these storage bin things. Yeah. And, uh. There was a, I went down there to get something, and there's a shopping cart in there full of his shit. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, and it was uh-uh. like, his day timer was in there. Remember the day timer? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. His was in there, and, and 
my wife had written her birthday and it with a big heart. Oh, oh shoot! Oh my god! I ripped out the page with his his wife's information. Oh, <gasps> he was married. He was married. His wife was still in uh, Kansas or wherever oh he was stationed. Before. He was just out here waiting for her to finish some stuff up, and he was living in the barracks. Wow! So he was married. He had a kid. Um. Whoa. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm cornering her, and I'm like, just tell me the truth. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think you're lying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I moved. The only thing I could afford was a studio apartment. Yeah. In the worst part of Arlington, Virginia. Oh, my gosh. With drug deals happening on the playground at night. and uh, uh Because when that happens, the Army basically gives all of your money to your wife and your kids. Wow. It all just kind of goes. So I lost my housing allowance, my food allowance, all that stuff. It went straight to her. It went straight to her. And... So do they pay you... Like they, they give, make sure she gets a portion and you still get something. Something, yeah. But not a lot. Yeah. It was, it, it was a blessing that I would had that part-time job because I would. You would not have made it. I'd be on the streets. Yeah. And how, honestly, like your mental health during this time, how were you? Because back, you know, like in that time frame, we didn't talk, did we not talk about mental health a lot then? We did not. We didn't. It's just become a thing more recently. But, I mean, you had gone through something really tragic. So, so pile, pile on top of me being in the military. Yeah. And being a man. Uh-huh. We're not good at that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, and, and I mean, a lot of times you, you're not even, it's like you don't even cry. You shouldn't cry. Back then, more right. so. Right. More so, I'd say. And I hate to say back then, but I mean, like, when we were growing up, you didn't see a lot of boys or men cry. No, you didn't. You I never did. saw my dad cry. I think I saw my dad cry when his dad died. Yeah. I think that And that's how it is it. for most people. It was like one time they saw their dad show emotion. That mm-hmm. wasn't like anger or something. Right. You know. And I, I adore my dad. He's a great guy. I, I would never hold it against him for not crying in front of me. It's just it's how he was. Yeah. 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 Um. So, I had my apartment, my really awful studio apartment, and I had a wall calendar. Uh huh. One of those big poster calendars, you know, mm-hmm. with like yeah. the whole year on oh, it. Oh, yeah. United States Marine Corps Band. I don't even know why I had it, but it was just like a calendar, and it had jarheads on it, and it was all this stuff. So then every morning yeah. I would get up and I would take a magic marker and I would. Black out the day before, yeah, and think. Please let today be the day that she calls me. Did you you wanted to go back? I wanted to go back. Yeah, was it her? Was it the kids? Was it everything? It's all of it. All of it. You just wanted it, and were you like ready to just jump on forgiveness? I was experiencing soul crushing sadness. Yeah. That was something that I had never felt. Yeah, I can't even. It, I, I just, wow. I cannot like wrap my head around 
feeling my, that way. Yeah. My privileged, I'm doing that in air quotes, my privileged upbringing did not prepare me Well, for this. you had never <laughs> right. seen that really, not I never in your seen, home. My parents just celebrated their 52nd wedding oh, anniversary. So anniversary. I don't, and I, I knew a lot of, a lot of kids I went to school with were from, I don't like to use the word broken homes, but. A lot of them had separated families. Yeah, they were separated families, mixed yeah. families, or whatever. So it wasn't like a new concept to me, but I never really thought of what it was like to get there. And you probably, honestly, never expected to see yourself in those shoes. Like, oh, that won't be me, right? Because I have, I mean, my history is this. This is my right. history that my parents have been together. Right. And um, did you see? Was it a loving relationship at home between your parents? You feel like? Oh Pretty- yeah. Yeah. And they're extra supportive. I mean, they kind of sound like primo parents here, Mike. They sound really good. Yeah. They sound like you had some great parents. I mean, I was born when they were 19. So the older I got, kind of was more like we could do stuff together. Oh. You know, so it wasn't like me being a little kid following them around. We did. Yeah, yeah. We did a lot of stuff. And my wife's parents, same way. Yeah. I mean, they. The the first wife or. The first wife. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Her dad just. I mean, he just died within the past couple of years, but her parents were also married for a very long time. So it wasn't even, like, in the cards. It's not something you – I mean, nobody sees anything like that coming, but you definitely didn't see it coming. No. Yeah. I should have, but I didn't. I can th- – but, yeah, it would be hard to to look for those things. Right. So just – there was so much happening. Yeah. Um. If it was just her saying – I don't want to be married anymore. Yeah. That would be awful. But there was the lying. There was the yes. boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and then your kids, I'm assuming this guy's now in their life. Uh, At that point, yeah. he's in their life. Um, I was driving the kids around one day, and my daughter says, I saw the guy and mommy in bed naked together. Oh, oh sweet God. God. And I was like, what did you just say? I bet you were ready to kill somebody. And she said, she says, April Fool's. I was like. No, you knew better. I was like, it's May. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's May, little gosh. one. So. How old was she then? Your daughter, like maybe four, six, five, six? Six-ish, five, five. Yeah. Whoa. So all of this, all of this just building and you're young. I mean, like it's 25. You, you're like 25 and your world's crashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took up, I would go to my day job, the military, go to my part-time job until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, come home, go to 7-Eleven, buy a 40. Yeah. And roam the streets until three in the morning. Really? And I then just, be back at work at what time the next day? Seven. So you were sleeping on like four hours of sleep. You were yeah. just, that's, that's intense. I don't. Were you just roaming, walking around just so you wouldn't have to be alone in your place or just, I just felt no purpose. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I have to say, um, with the, the way suicide rates are, I am, I'm surprised that you didn't feel or consider I mean, not to say I wouldn't want you to consider that ever. I don't want that to be a consideration for people, but I understand how easily it happens. Yeah. How our mental health leads us to that point, especially when you're in a situation where you you had no preparation. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So, but you you're you survived, obviously. Yeah. And I don't I don't think I ever really 
felt suicidal. Yeah, that's good. I just, I, n- I never tried to plan anything. Um, I walked over Key Bridge quite a bit. If you know that area, Key Bridge is between uh, Arlington and Georgetown. Mm-hmm. It's a really tall bridge. Okay. Really tall bridge. People occasionally just take, made the jump. Take the swan dive off of there. Oh, okay. But I safely crossed that bridge many times. And you didn't think about it while I you didn't. were mid midway down the bridge. <laughs> I didn't think gone. about it. I didn't think about it. Usually it was like I'd open and get by a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Please Jesus let me make it. Yes, I just want to survive. Um I mean at this point too, did you still were you still grab like were you how was your faith at this point too? Were you just like kind of a lost soul? It was gone. Just all gone, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, my, my chain of command was keenly interested in what was going on. Okay. Primarily because they wanted to make sure that my wife and my kids were being taken care of. Right? Wow. And I sat down with, it's just one of those like defining moments in my life. Yeah. I sat down with uh, one of the officers. I think he was a deputy commander, a lieutenant colonel. And he's like, Mike, we need to press charges. This guy is on active duty. You're on active duty. It's fraternization. It's a big no-no. Big no-no. Oh, wow. And he started throwing on round words like loss of rank, loss of pay, dishonorable discharge. What? Court-martial, all these things. And... I said, sir, that's not going to get my wife back. Oh, wow. He's got a wife. He's got kids. Yeah. Discernible discharge will ruin your life. Yeah. Right? For sure. So you were caring enough that you you didn't want that man's family to suffer. And I didn't want to go through it. Right. You didn't want to go through it, too. Right. That's a lot. Because my, my, my end of service was kind of creeping closer, and I didn't yeah. want that to delay it in any, any way. And, yeah. You know, he wasn't very happy. He's like, we can go to JAG. I'll go with you right now. We'll, we'll get this going. Whoa. And I, and I told him, I said, sir, I, just, I don't want to pursue that. Yeah. And um, I said, you know, I'm having these feelings. Uh-huh. Feeling pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. Feeling like I bottomed out. Yeah. I'm drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, well, with what you're going through, I would expect that. Once you move through this, you'll be fine. I'll see you later. That was your mental health talk, wasn't it? That was it. I wonder how many people have had that same talk. And then the ones that... Countless. 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 And then, and then the ones that, that do struggle with the thoughts of suicide. Where's your hope? They follow through. Yeah, because where's your hope in that moment? This will pass. Give yeah. it time. Time heals. You yeah. Know. All all my friends, I would try to talk to them about it. This guy wow. Charlie that I hung out with, he's like, "Well, you know, let's. Uh, you got tickets to. We went to see Mighty Mighty Boston's nine thirty club. He's like, I got. Yeah. Um, I know this girl. I'll bring her." Have a good time. You're like, that's not what I want. She lied. She said she was 22. She was 17. <gasps> ah! It was an awkward situation. And I was like, this is worse. <laughs> this is just worse. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was just this. It was a spiral. 
and I would try to talk to my friends about it. They didn't really care. I talked to my wife, and she was like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of your fault that we're here. Oh, wow. The wife, mm-hmm. of course, she didn't want to take any zero responsibility. responsibility for any of it? It took her some time. It took yeah. her many years before we could talk about it and have her say, I'm sorry. Oh. Wow. Um, but it was, I mean, there was nothing there anymore, obviously. At that point. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my mental health talk Shoot. with my chain of command. Wow. You'll be okay. It'll be fine. Yeah. But it's, if it's, you had chosen to, like, he was balls to the wall, like, let's pursue this guy. Let's go after him. Well, that, I have passion for this. That was a battle he knew how to fight. It was yeah. a mental health battle. It's not, there's. You can't even see it. How long are you going to fight it? You don't even. Exactly. T- it's not tangible. All I can say is thank God now for some of the awareness that's being shed on mental health issues. Um, well, some but of I the wonder- awareness may be there, but that doesn't mean people oh, are. the system is still broken. Ready to yeah. talk even. You know, if you're talking about military guys, they still get that same training I that was you wondering. Had. Like, I wonder what a military guy now going through the same thing. What we they do, would hear. At SAS, we we have a Data for Good project for the PTSD Foundation of America. Okay. It's uh, it's an in-house treatment program in Texas. Okay. Uh huh. And it's it's all men that have been brave enough to take the step. Wow. To come forward and say, "I'm going to kill myself." Yeah, I'm broken. I am broken. There's nothing left. I'm divorced. My kids hate me. My family hates me. Yeah. I need something. How were your parents during the time that you were going through all this? Because it was probably a little difficult for them to truly understand because they'd not been through the same thing. Yeah, they were pretty sad. Oh. They were still in England. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was tough. It was pretty tough. That the phone call that I had to make to oh my mom my to tell her I was going out was just... And then they're not there. They're not with you. So you're yeah. alone. You were basically alone with a bunch of guy friends who really didn't know how to help you. Not really. Well, it sounded like yeah. he was alone and working constantly. Yeah. And then would you get to see your kids a decent amount? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I still did. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was good. I'm sure secretly you were like, she's hooking up every time you had the kids. Well, when she, when she got, she, she had a, she had to move out the day she moved out mm-hmm. of the apartment. She brought the kids over to my place and I watched her run down and get in the car with the guy. Give yeah. Him, give him a kiss. Oh. Did his wife ever find out? Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm getting ahead. There's more yeah. to this. Woo. Uh, so she moved to a, 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 a townhouse and the friend that I called that fateful night for some reason moved in oh, there wow. too yeah. because she was having an affair with uh, another guy. And Oh my mm-mm. God. So you, you got to support actually two women. Right. Because my housing allowance went to buy that apartment. Of course. So you got to support two oh women now God. that were both right. cheaters. That's great. That's and so fantastic. I had to go down there and do some some paperwork for the apartment and the license. And it's so funny how you remember these things. Yeah. The license plate that was listed for the parking permit uh-huh. was his license plate. Dude. I'm like, 
This like, are you serious? Yeah, this is just... Yeah, it feels like a very unfair hand you've been dealt. Yeah. During that time, I mean, you know. And that is... That was my foray into depression. Wow. Mm, really was. That was like kind of the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's quite the kickoff. Well, it I mean, is it, quite the kickoff. If, if you weren't going to, yeah, yeah, that just, oh, that just sends you straight into it, I swear. Yeah. And finally, it got to the point where I went to her house. We sat looking at each other for like three hours. And she was like, I just, I just want this to end. And I was like, me too. Wow. Then I had hooked up with this girl who moved in with me for a little while, and it was just, oh, just trouble. But that didn't work out. It was a bad idea. Oh man! Turns out she is like basically homeless and moved from guy to guy to guy. Oh no! <laughs> I was just one stop in her adventure. Yeah, right? yeah. That this night, one looks stable. <laughs> yeah, same kind of deal. She was gone, and my phone rang. And the caller ID had this guy she was always talking about. Oh, no. I was like, Fuck. not again. You've got to be kidding. That's yeah, insane. I boxed her stuff up and uh, showed her out. So Everything yeah. you own in the box to the left. Exactly. Oh my exactly. God. So that was just icing on the cake, maybe. I don't know. I was just numb. Yeah. There was a lot of partying with this girl. There was a lot, a lot of partying, a lot of partying. Yeah. Um. Which was her scene, unfortunately. Yeah. Again, no STDs. Good for you. I thought that <laughs> earlier when you mentioned this new one. So I'm, once again, I'm very impressed because yeah. you, you're having some narrow misses there. I know. <laughs> some narrow close misses. Real close. <laughs> some grazings. <laughs> I hadn't seen him scratching anything weird while he's been sitting here. <laughs> like, oh, God, what's, what's wrong? Why are you dragging yourself around? Yeah. <laughs> what are you booty scooting yeah. in my car right there? <laughs> What's uh, going on with you back there, Mike? <laughs> you don't want to know, Adrian. Uh, wife yeah. number two. You may want to no, wipe this couch down when I get up. Just it was one Dear of God. these. What was that? What's the ACD song? C song? Too many women and too many pills. It's oh my like God! That. I don't even know that one. Yeah, it's just. That's that's a lot. Catch them. Don't wash off with soap and water. Is what so we always say. how long was it before you guys got a divorce then? Uh, well, in Virginia, you have to be separated for a year. Okay. Uh, I had a good friend of mine self-perjure himself and say, yeah, they've been separated for a year. When it had been like eight months. So found Were you this ready little, to be done? Were you yeah. like, I got a piece out on this? Found this little country lawyer. He was like, yeah, we can knock it out for a couple hundred bucks. Did the separation agreement. Um, we owed him $100 for filing and... To make it official. Yeah, yeah. And I'd paid for everything. I wasn't going to pay for that. Yeah. And she would call me. Is this done yet? Is this done yet? No, he needs 100 bucks. Were you going to pay him? No. Yeah. She paid him. She did pay him. Mm. She probably used her boyfriend's money. Blood honestly. Money. Blood money. Yeah. <laughs> so so do tell. Uh, can we have we got well, to the point of the story? I'll just say just continue on. Yeah, yeah. So, continue on. This so is uh, where where my building was army band, she worked she was working paid employee for USO in post headquarters, which was next door. Okay. Who no, who is she? Your wife. Wife. Okay. Right. And uh, the boyfriend worked in post headquarters. That's okay. how they met. Oh, okay, okay. And in the, the smoking area, 
Oh, yeah. Back then, we had smoking area. We had a smoking places. area. You could be in the smoking area, and I could see the back porch, which was their smoking area. Oh. So occasionally would say, I'm out there smoking. Yeah. And uh, get what? one of those really good slingshots that can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just just look. Just look very creepily. Just make eye contact. Yeah, yeah. I, I see, see you. you. I see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, one day, I noticed her sitting out there with her head in her hands crying. And I was like, I'm sorry. I yeah. what's going on. Playing the world's smallest violin. violin yeah. for. I'm so sorry. Uh, wife came to town. Kansas wife. And he chose his wife over oh. my wife. Yeah. He oh. was just looking for Burn. some sex. Burn. Somebody to help wash his little uniforms mm -hmm. <laughs> until his wife got that home. ended up in the dumpster. I know, right, right? <laughs> Did you ever hear anything about that? <laughs> and, do you, and I was hoping I would. I know, right? <laughs> because I would say what happened. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of... Uh, I'm not surprised that he picked his wife. I wonder if his wife knew, if she found out that he he slept around on her the whole time, or if she doesn't even know. I don't know. I and mean, I, you I know, don't. You wonder, are they still together, or do you know? I, I washed my hands of him. Well, I don't blame you. I had to. Homewrecker. To move on. Yeah. The, 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 the great redeeming point of this. Uh, PX, you know what a PX is. It's like the department store on base. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, PX, yes, right? yes. I was in the PX for something, and I'm in the front part, and I see him. I see him uh -oh. in the back. His wife. And his little boy. Oh, man. And they're kind of coming down the aisle, and I kind of moved out into the aisle. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Homeboy turned pale. Oh, he, he did. Shit a brick. And he was holding hands with his wife and his son so tightly. And he went that way, and I mirrored it. Oh. Right? I had him blocked. And he was just like. Nervous. Eyes were giant. And his wife, I could see. Whoa. And I kept the pressure on man-to-man -man defense. I bet you did. Back and forth and back and forth. And I bet I, she had no idea. She had no idea. She, she had no idea. And I kind of gave him a little bit of space. Uh-huh. Kind of let him come up. And then I got back. <gasps> oh, my right. God. I'm about to crap myself listening. <laughs> thinking about you sneaking up on this dude. So. I mean, he's the bad guy. But he's the bad it's guy. Like, it's just like seeing a movie play. I'm imagining this guy walking away with his yeah. white knuckles with his wife and his so, son. And so, like, when, when my DCO said we should press charges, I kind of felt like that might be fun. But I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun. Oh, I bet that was fun to you. You got to be right there. You were the one doing it. The yeah. intimidator. Yeah. yeah. I finally let him pass. Woo. He probably has sweat just trickling down his yeah. back. Uh, the atmosphere was very cold, I'm sure. Were you secretly like, ha, 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 Oh, yeah, I was. Were I, you? <laughs> I, I relished it. It was one of the few things that I felt good about at Look, that time of my I'm life. I'm in a deep, dark depression, <laughs> but a flower just sprung up. That's right. <laughs> 
This is what I have been waiting for. This is my moment, my time to shine. Yeah. And yeah. I could have I could have made it a scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could, could have. have. You you really could have. Just this whole time I'm just I'm I'm maintaining, right? I'm trying to maintain my integrity at a, at a point in time where I feel like it's been stripped from me, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, in a way, I mean, er, it, your manhood has been threatened. Everything. Everything. All of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. So when you get out, I'm assuming there's no more housing allowance or food allowance and all that stuff going to the wife. Um, were you able to kind of regain <laughs> a normal yeah, so, life at that point? So she... Uh, she, she's a motivation problem. Um, motivated to get a boyfriend, but she's a motivation problem career-wise. Uh, you know, like I said, she was on active duty. She worked at a government agency. And after the divorce, she ended up going back into her same job as a civilian. So she was a GS employee. So she was, she had a salary again. Um, I would get called for her security clearance, <laughs> security clearances. No. Because I was someone that she knew for a long time, and it would come up. And I would get visited by agents who'd want to interview me. You know, does she ever plan over to the government? No, she didn't do that. Is she trustworthy? No. <laughs> Straight honest. Straight honest. I mean, it didn't affect her, but I'm not going to lie. Well, I wouldn't either. Uh, she sure had no problem asking me to do that for her. Um, so, yeah, she she got a real job. Um, I went on full-time at, at Errol's, the internet company. Yeah. So, then, of course, I had child support and all that, but whatever. Yeah. In hindsight, I would like to say that I am glad that you did not start in one of these internet startups and end up making big money or something like that. And then her end up with really nice big money. I'm really glad <laughs> that she was on that basic army allowance. I was wondering where you're going with that. Yeah. I'm like, why would you say that? I was no, like, no, no, no. I wish I wasn't a I startup. Know. <laughs> no, like I, I'm glad that she was not part of anything where you were saying. more successful. Right. And she got to reap the benefits of that. Right. Cause that yeah. would have really sucked. And it was a, it was a big, I mean, my initial offer when I went full time there was thirty five thousand dollars. Back I then, never that was heard like, of that much money in my life. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, now that affected my child support, but again, that's fine. Well, your children—you don't mind supporting your children. I was about to say, right? I'm sure that there was part of it is like I need to take care of. Yeah, like, there was no alimony. Yeah, oh, that's so, good. Thank God for that. That's good. Yeah. Thank God for that. Now, because um, I would have signed those checks. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, like, how Memo is your relationship? Cheating whore. Like, with your kids. How? Strained. Because I'm sure it affects, it depends on what the mother tells the kids. If they're with well, not only that, not living the right there in the same house, you know, that yeah. alone has an effect. It was, it was strained. Um, I ended up at the same place I was working full-time. Yeah. Now. Was that when it was? Yeah. Um, met a girl. And she had 
everything that I felt like I needed. Mm-hmm. She owned a home. She actually had a day job. Yeah. Um, she had a, a daughter. I, I felt like that was everything that I needed and um, ended up moving in with her. Okay. Completely still not dealing with my depression. Yeah, yeah. It's just still there. Still there. Was it something you had to bear through every day or would it come in spurts? Like seasonal. It got better over time, but it was still... Still makes my stomach hurt a little bit. Yeah, to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes my stomach hurt not because of losing my wife. It was just how I was treated. What happened to me? Sure. What another person did to me? You know, that's the part that haunts me still. Just I mean, the commanding still... officer, not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I was telling you about that, my heart. <laughs> My heart was racing right. just because it's... Yeah, because it's like, it was a critical moment in your life. It was. It was a turning point. It really was. At 25. And and you probably felt extremely alone. Yes. Like, this is my journey, and it's up to me. And then how do you, like, if your well has run dry, how are you going to fill it up with just you? There's not, a lot of times we need outside resources to help us refill ourselves. Yeah. If we're, just, if there's nothing left, if we've got a leak, dry. you had sprung a leak. Yeah. My well was just dry. Was yeah. Dry for a long time. Yeah. And then I think when we get involved in like new relationships and things like that, you feel like you're getting deposits of happiness and you can keep making it. I can do this. Yeah. Because things were normal again. Yes. This feels normal. This right. feels good. I moved in with her. Uh, we were playing house. Um, I was still, this was still before my divorce was finalized. Yeah. So there was a, there was some tension about that at one point, but, um, we moved past it or whatever. Um, she's the reason why I'm in North Carolina. We decided to move down here for work. Wow. Um, moved down here, um, got a house. I mean, things same decent yeah yeah did you move right into the raleigh area or did you go somewhere else first no our first house was up on new light road okay okay yeah about when was that like 98 98 okay Mm -hmm. yeah maybe 90s that was 98 oh you saw all the fun growth of the turn of 2000 yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah lots of that it's like now Driving up back through Wake Forest, I'm still shocked. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. nothing was there. Even that nothing. where Kroger used to be and all that stuff, that was all just woods. And it's now just, it's just all built up. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's like, my gosh, I can't believe this happened here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we, we cohabitated for 11 years. Okay. That's a decent amount of time. It is. Um, she also had some undiagnosed mental, mental health issues, mental health issues. Yeah. She ended up not really being a very nice person. Oh Mm. no. She's kind of a bitch. Did you just put up with it or did you put up a fight? 
I was in a safe place. Don't don't um, stir the waters. What's the Nirvana song? I miss the comfort in being sad. Hmm. Yeah. It was. I knew. I knew that I needed to not be there. Yeah. But the thought of going back to that place where I was alone, alone, was overwhelming. It's like alone with your demons. Yeah. Like if I leave here, I have to go back and just be with me and my demons. Right. Just alone. Just, and yeah. And in our final years, we were just basically roommates. Oh wow. Yeah. So you had a kind of just a miserable section of your life there. <laughs> that was kind of sucky. Well, coming out coming out of the divorce and all that and meeting this person and and doing that falling in love. Yeah. Kind of makes me a little ill saying that about her now, but um You it, did love her though. That is what it was at that point. Yeah. It it was It probably could have been anybody, <laughs> but just to... You just needed... To go home. You needed to go home. There's such a... I could a, go home at night. Right. That's a lot. Have somebody else about, at the house. It was drastic turnaround from wandering the streets of oh, yeah. Columbia Pike in Arlington, Virginia, mm. to being able to go home and go to bed, you know? Yeah. I mean, and then... You grew up in a home. You wanted you wanted that same thing for yourself, that peace, that comfort. Mm. So were your parents, when you were cohabitating, did they give you any issues with it, or were they kind of chill? They were fine. They were fine. She, they... was, she wasn't very nice to them, but... Oh, no. Yeah, she was a control freak and just... A lot of stuff. What was the straw that broke the camel's back with that one? What? <laughs> <laughs> Allison. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. Okay, for our podcast listeners that are not aware, he is now married to Allison. Yes. So, Allison, did you meet Allison? <laughs> I think, is he blushing? Uh, is he blushing? That's a different no. shade of red than he this was is, a second uh, ago, so. This is, um, I try not to use too many bad words, but <laughs> shit show. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. So, Jerry Springer. Yeah, so Maybe? so let's let's assume that the divorce in the 90s was part one. Okay. Yes. The That was months, right? Yeah. The end of that relationship with the woman, uh-huh. 11 years, was compressed into like a couple of weeks. Okay. Okay. And because I had a support system in place, uh-huh. I didn't have to wander the streets Drinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. You there's had a back, that. You had a plan. Yes. Um, so things are already bad with you and this woman. You're basically at this point. You're you're just roommates. Yeah, and she she has been going to uh, different uh, psychologists who are dumping a lot of medication on her, and she's oh, taking nice. a lot of stuff, and she is just crackers. Yeah, I get that. I mean, just Looney Tunes. Um, and the the weird thing is that we still did stuff together, like. Like a family. We did. We made, I made jewelry. I used to make jewelry. What? Like things out of copper with leather, manly things. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Sean, sign up for a yeah, bracelet. Yeah, you know, very manly leather and copper. Can you make Sean a copper choker? Smells of cheese <laughs> beef. Yes, and, and, and she made stuff and I made stuff and we went to 
shows and sold stuff. And wow, oh, I never would have pictured you for that guy. All of that, but still, no relationship. Yeah, it's a business transaction. Exactly. I get to go home at night. I think we I were both in that place where I was like, okay, this is good. I got this other person to do this with. Yeah, we're supporting one another financially as well. Exactly. But at home, is it's nothing left. So yeah. I, my first run-in with my lovely wife. Yes. Um, you know, I showed dogs and agility. I ran dogs and agility trials with the jumps and all that, really? all that stuff. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He made copper jewelry. He shows dolls. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, he works on the intranet. I worked on the one. internet in the beginning. Um, in the beginning. So I knew her from that. She's 14 years younger than me. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was a little age. I think she's younger my than My age or a little bit younger. Born than in 84. Yeah, oh, so she's, she's younger, than younger than Sean. Than Sean's yeah. younger than me. I knew it was right around there. Yeah. She's in her 30s. 37 now. I am in my 30s as well. I don't want to talk about it. No, how old are you, Adrian? <laughs> I'm <What>? almost 41. <laughs> That's a four at the beginning. I keep, I keep joking with her. I'm like, you're getting pretty old, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Trade you in for the newer mom. So you found this nice young Thing. And or she, she found wanna, you. She didn't want to have anything to do with me. Just like good old Jenny, Jenny. from the old days, right? But what was your draw to Allison? What, I mean, what just were you just? We just had like, dogs that looked alike. Wow. We both had Shelties. They were both. So you just kind of hit it off talking about your dogs? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were at a we were at a show. I was there and she was there, not together because this yeah. was way before that. Um, and she had just finished a run, and she came out, and I had my dog, and she had Sadie. And I was like, hey, our dogs look a lot alike. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, okay. And went on. <laughs> Thanks, Creeper. There I'm she at went. a dog show. All the dogs look alike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen a Sheltie before? They all look the same. Yeah. Um, so that was it. Um, I was in a, in a club. And she would occasionally show up and just be obnoxious and disruptive. And I'm like, gosh, she's a pain in the ass. Why is she like this? Really? Yeah, you know. No way. Yeah, so. You're talking about like a dog club. Or you're talking about like a club club, like a music club. No, an agility club. An agility club. Uh, Okay, let's get our clubbing Uh, correct. Yeah, no, not. It's a different kind of clubbing. No, not like. Yeah. Not like that. We're in a dog agility club. Uh, the old Do you bring your dogs? I can smell the jacar and cigarettes. Yeah. The mold and weed. <laughs> Did you bring what? your dog to these meetings? No. Okay. We're having so a whole a... other conversation yeah. over here, and you're still trying to <laughs> no, so no. tell me about the dog. I want to yeah. know tell about the dog. And, and now no, it's like it's like we're sitting at the table once, and she like shows up and like lays out on the table, right? In like, her little in her little jogging shorts and her little top, and I was like. You body shots. You are no. a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, oh wait, different kind of club. There's no yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Right, this is still the dog club. This is mostly old. That makes it even weirder, though. Why mostly does she old lay on the table? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He um, said most mostly old lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I could see that. Dog you know. people, you know. Yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so you were the only person there with natural equipment, and so that may have been one of the draws, you know. Yeah, typically at these sorts of things, I am one of like four men. 
It's, it's mostly women, and that's fine. I don't yeah. Care. Um, so there was a, a trial. This is up in Youngsville. Ugh, already don't like it. I know, right? Uh, for some reason, Allie decided to lay on this table and do, like, some kind of weird stretch, right? Yeah, yeah, just in front of everybody, just I'm going to do stretch. Yeah, and the woman I was living with, we were still together. Oh. Took a picture of it. Uh-oh. Oh. And this was pre-Facebook. This was Flickr. This is in the Flickr days. Oh, Flickr. Flickr. Back in them Flickr days. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a- Allison was on the uh, U.S. national team in 2007. She competed okay. in Norway with, with Sadie. Wow. And That's the dog, I assume. Yeah, Sadie's the dog. And uh, crazy, as I will now refer to her, took, posted that picture and said, this is how a national team member acts. Oh, oh like no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um the, our mutual friend of all of us, Allie was upset by that. I don't even remember how Allie found out about it. But yeah. our our mutual friend was like, don't mess with her. She's mean. With Allie? No, with... With crazy. With, with crazy. crazy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Don't mess with her. She's crazy. Like they told Allie that. Don't yeah. screw around with her. Yeah. She's crazy. So I got folded in. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which... It is what it is. And uh, it, I, I couldn't defend crazy because it was just awful. You know, it's kind of a dumb thing to do. Petty. Right? Yeah. yeah. Petty. Do you think she was jealous of I, Allison? I, I don't know. I, just, I think she had more undiagnosed mental issues than I had at the time. Okay. Um. Because I at that time I was really struggling with OCD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And not I like, oh my god, my OCD. Like I mean, seriously, like I had to do things in a pattern. Yes. Or no, I get it. I would dream of throwing rocks at cars. It was okay. it was so, like that. Yeah, I've, I had some obsessive compulsive tendencies. Yeah. Which prior turns to out that is something that you get when you are depressed. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. And anxiety. I knew about it with anxiety. Yeah. My son has some OCD tendencies with anxiety and a sensory processing disorder. Yeah, so I'm, I still am dealing with this depression. I am still dealing with those, this OCD of having to iron my clothes and put them in a specific order and get the coffee pot ready and put the keys in the right place and all this stuff. Because if I don't, my world will end. Oh, my God. I might still have OCD. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I'm just thinking about my morning routine. Yeah. And how if somebody switches me up in what I'm doing... It kind of throws me, and I have a really hard time. And, like, the idea of going to Arizona next week and leaving them responsible for these things I do every morning with my animals and with my children's medication, like feeding my animals and my children's medication, I'm like, eh, eh. I so would, I'm thinking. I wouldn't I'm, care about that. I'd just say good luck. But <laughs> I, know, I would just I'm thinking, write it down and say good luck to you. I'm thinking I may have some issues still, though. <laughs> okay, you've uncovered some issues with me today. <laughs> So what what do you do with your uh, OCD in relation to crazy and the picture and um, it I was I was struggling like I said it, we were in a roommate situation yeah um, we she never touches me in my special places 
know. It was like. Four, it is sad when that happens. It was like four or five years with that. No, my sex. God, that I is mean, sad. Because it's no kind of relationship. It's it, not. There goes the romance out it, the door. Yeah, it didn't exist at all. So. Yeah. Um, we talked, and Allie and I talked face to face. She was still kind of dodgy. She was. Yeah. Which yeah. I would later find out is just her, her personality. Oh, okay. Right? She's shy. So she she comes off as dodgy sometimes, but yeah. Um. So we talked briefly at the the place where we trained up in up in Youngsville, and you know we're like, don't don't mess with don't mess with crazy, you know. <laughs> I will ask her to take it down, take the picture down, which yeah, of course yeah. she refused to. Yeah. Um. And. 14 years ago today, uh, today, I was at, today, yeah, today, I was at a, at a, at a show in Danville, Virginia. Well, it's not in Danville. It's, it's on the other side of the border. It's in North Carolina, but it's close to Danville. It's Yogurt Dan- capital of the world. Yeah. Dan- Danville Kennel Club. It show. is? No, I have no idea. Just oh, I was like, Danville. what? It's just Danville. Danville's this cute little town. Yeah, but I thought he just said it was the yogurt capital of the world, and I got really excited. Danville yogurt? Isn't that Dan and yogurt? Dan yeah, and, yeah, Sean, it's Dan. Where are you going with this? You just confused <laughs> me, and it was inaccurate confusion, and I cannot move forward. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This, this this Noom diet, so much Greek yogurt. <laughs> so much Greek In the yogurt. place of every sour cream or whatever. Like, right, God. right. Why? Is I don't it know. Like I don't that? know. It's popular. Know. They want it in everything. Put it in your chicken salad. Well, because it doesn't <gasps> melt. Oh. <laughs> What's it do inside your body? But what? Apparently it just flows right out. Um, so anyway, I was at a trial up there. Uh, she was in it only on Friday. I was in it Saturday and Sunday. So I was, I stayed, I spent the night up there and crazy went to a jewelry thing at the coast clinic whatever yeah yeah so we're in two separate directions um Allie came up on saturday and, and uh yeah. she she read this to me from her facebook status that she was going up to have an emotional and productive discussion with somebody was it you it was me what emotional and productive and loaded yeah it could mean anything yeah and it was kind of cool i mean we kind of just told each other our our life stories um we were sitting in her car we ended up getting kicked out of the facility because they needed to like close the gates and stuff like that yeah and uh we were just talking about this this morning this is i uh i was like do you want to get some food right (laughs) because i didn't know (laughs) I didn't really know how to like ask a girl not to dinner. Like, do you want to get some food? You know, I'm hungry. Yeah, I have mental health issues, and I live with someone that's crazy. But we uh, haven't had sex in like five years, and I just want to know, like right now, because your dog looks like my you, dog, and I liked you eat, on the table, eat, and it was eat, weird, and I would cause a lot of issues. But I, I want, yeah, I would like to eat with you. It, she was kind of, and she was kind of like, eh. and I said, look, it's not a marriage proposal. It's Greek oh. yogurt. <laughs> it was at Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, in Danville. What a horrible decision. Uh, no, they have that salad bar. It is. It w- It was what was there. You know yeah. what, Sean? That is where their relationship started, <laughs> and I don't want to hear anything negative about that it. That place is sacred now. Yeah, Ruby Tuesdays. 
Yeah. Mm. So we did. We had dinner. Um, was there just a camaraderie from the beginning? Well, like you guys just kind of connected, like, or was it like she's hot? She's she was she is she's still hot. Oh, well, she I mean, is. Yeah, she's she a hottie, is. and she kind of she was in a bad relationship. Yeah. Before, so we kind of had like the same battle damage to talk about. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, all that kind of stuff. So we did connect there. Um, she did. She went home. She came back up and didn't spend the night at my hotel room. Kind of did, kind of didn't. Uh, it, was very, it was a very famous incident where I tried to remove some clothing. Oh. And she oh. turned around and. Oh, the finger went up? Nope. Don't touch me. Yes. So it's not a marriage proposal and a finger or two. Yeah, yeah. Gags in our our marriage right now. She's feisty. Yeah, it's feisty. So all this happened. The next week, uh, I am distorted, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. You know, this beautiful young woman has my attention. Yeah. And one night, uh, because I was working, this is at uh, Teamworks Dog Training in Youngsville. Mm-hmm. And I used to work up there at, at night teaching classes. And one night she was up there and I was like, do you want to get some food? <laughs> right? Again? And she's like, God, this guy. Yeah, again. So so we went to the Applebee's over there in Triangle Town Center. Oh. Another sacred place in our relationship. And now they've mostly done is away with those. Is that still there? I think it is. Triangle that one? Applebee's. I need a quesadilla burger if it is. Those oh, that's right. Good. It's in front of Target. Yeah, it's in front of Target. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't even know any Applebee's still existed. Yeah, so I did that, and of course I was gone way later than I should be. Uh-oh. Right. And um, this is still kind of before texting and all that. And I get home and crazy is mad. Where have you been? I said, uh, I, a couple of my students and I, we decided to go out and get some food. Huh? Some, something I never do. I just don't ever do that. Yeah, you were a creature of habit. Right. She was pissed. Made me sleep on a futon. That was in my, because I had my room in the house with like my desk and all that it stuff. It wasn't like she sleep. was letting you touch her. <laughs> yeah, not like it was any different, right? It was right, kind of right. a lot more comfortable, honestly. But, so... There was some tension. The next morning, she challenges me. Dun, dun, dun. Crazy challenges you? She challenges me. It's a crazy challenge. I'm issuing a challenge, yes. Mike Tickle. She was like, I want to know exactly where you were. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, woman, it's none of your business. Oh, oh. And I said, I was out with Allison. Oh, you were <laughs> honest. Boy, I did, man. Boy, how did that go? <laughs> and Oof. in that moment, my wiener tucked you. inside of my body. <laughs> and I was so afraid. I was so afraid, guys. <laughs> yeah. It was like, a, a, I don't even, it wasn't like a bomb went off. It was, was that bad? Like, was it that bad? It was just like all the air got sucked out of the room. <laughs> and... <laughs> The look on her face, she was hurt. I mean, and, I can understand, but also the relationship had changed. And, yeah, and I was drawing parallels back to what I had previously gone through 
And it, it, I was like, I just dish out the same thing. Yeah. And it, that was difficult for me. I bet it was. Um, what swiped all that difficulty away was me leaving the house mm-hmm. for some reason. I came back to start packing up some things, and she had drank all of the cooking wine in the house. Oh, dear. That's a bad sign. I was really drunk. The cooking wine? It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, shoot. On top of a lot of medication. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so... You know, there was boxes upstairs. There's stairs like you have in your house. And she, like, kicked them, and they were, like, tumble down. And there's oh, my gosh. And it's just, um, she laid down in front of my car. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, not let, one of those. She would scream at me that it was time to leave, but she would lay down in front of my car. So I couldn't leave. Oh, there's, Sean, I, I want to just, I just want to take a moment and thank you. For the normalcy that we have experienced. <laughs> okay, that we have not laid in front Katie, of each other's this, car. This is not about us. We're I know it's not, it's not. I'm just taking a moment here to imagine. The, <laughs> this person is laying in front of his car. And all, all, all of this is like, this is like five minutes away from another one, another one of those defining moments in my life. Oh, oh. <laughs> so I ran over her. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> honk, honk. The that end. Definitely yeah, the would end. have defined the law. This interview was completed in the county jail. Yeah, right. solved that problem right there. So I said, I said, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna call. I'm calling, calling sheriffs. I mean, that's really what else can you do? Right. And she worked for Wake County, so she was like, Oh, don't, don't, please don't. So <laughs> I go back in the house, and this is back in the telephone days. You have the telephone on the wall, right? You pick it up, right? Remember those days? Yeah. Go, yeah. Boop, yeah. Boop, boop. Yeah. So I pick the phone up and it has the cord and I call <laughs> I call 911 and I'm talking to the dispatch. I'm like, there's this woman. She's drunk. Yes, I this is my residence. I need to leave. She won't let me leave. And she flips out and she starts trying to hang up the phone. She starts trying to hit the hang up thing. It's not there. It's on the handset. Oh. Yeah. And I just looked at her and I said, you're such a fucking idiot. Like, you, oh my gosh. She ripped that phone off the wall and threw it at my head. <laughs> oh, I bet she did. And then I charged. You charged? <laughs> I charged. I got the shoulder down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pinned her up against the wall. And I got out the door and got in my car. Only to hear sheriff's deputies come in full tilt buggy up the road. Uh-uh. Because it was a 911 call that got cut off. Right. So they think it's a Something's emergency. Yeah. Something bad, bad. Something's bad. So do you wait or do you get out of there before? No, I waited. Gone? I waited. At that point, you're like, they're coming. I need to tell them what's happened. Yeah. And they're like, you, they're looking, sit down. Sit was she the, still acting crazy? Yeah, she was still acting crazy. She says, she, they said, sit down on the car sit, or sit down on the, on the driveway. Yeah. Don't move. Yeah. Okay. And she she bruised real easily, and I I put her right into some chair rail. Oh, so you, a, she had marks on she her. She has a giant mark on her butt, and she's, she's so drunk. She like pulls her pants down. In of front course, of, in front of the cops. Look, neighbors. 
And the deputy looked at me and he's like, are you going to leave? I was like, yes, sir. He said, go. No way. He gave you a get out of jail free card. And you were probably like, thank you. Because mm-hmm. that was like literally kind of a monumental moment. It could have gone very much either way. There's that pivotal well, He said moment. five minutes from another. I know. I know. I'm just moment. like. To see her. I totally get it. though. But that I, phone thing. <laughs> I just imagine like <laughs> it was like this. I was kind of like this, and then it was like shoo, right up into the sky. I was like, "Oh man!" She just hit a new level. Yeah, she hit a new level. Um, I hope that she, crazy. I know we're calling you that because we don't want to say your real name. We're not trying to cause offense, but I hope that she has gotten some help. She has gotten some help. She is married. Good, oh, good. Okay. I'm glad that she got some help because it is all about getting some help. Yeah, she has it a is. she has a nice home up in uh, Franklin County. Um, as far as I know, she's, she's thriving. Good, good. So. I, I'd like to hear the, uh, cause you know, you feel bad for people when yeah. they have undiagnosed mental health issues and yeah. they can't control themselves. Yeah. I you think do. it was the combination of both of us. You were both a lethal combination, honestly. Yeah. Her being too damn stubborn to admit she had a problem. Yeah. And me just being a dude, you know. Like not. nobody's told you to fix your problem. Yeah. You're supposed to man up. Yeah. According to that dude. Ten years ago, he said, I'll get over it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be over this. What's wrong? Yeah. Why what's, Why are you still having issues? Yeah. This and isn't it, normal. It's still, it still got really weird. Like, you know, I got an apartment, um, and uh, she would take pictures of, like, our cars and send them to me. Oh, my God. She became, like, stalkerish yeah. until she got the help she needed. She found uh, a picture that somehow had been left over, and she, like, put it in front of my apartment door and took a picture of it and sent it to me. And then we went to court for the restraining order. Because you had to get one? Yes. And um, there, the judge said that there wasn't enough evidence to grant it. But he looked at her, and or she looked at her and said, you are almost a stalker. Yeah, you were like borderline lady. And if I see you back in here with this guy, you're going to jail. Wow. Did she stop? Yes. Yes. Mm. And Allie's still dating you through all this. Yeah. Are you guys dating? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going strong. So how long do you guys date? Six months. <laughs> um, I'm sensing a cycle here. Podcast listeners, Mine? we definitely have a cycle here. <laughs> well, when you know, you know. The third time around. <laughs> the third time around. <laughs> hey, technically, he did not marry second yeah. crazy lady, so. He did cohabitate, though. We did cohabitate. And in Virginia, we would have been common law, but. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah. North Carolina doesn't have that, so. No. Yeah. They just say you're living illegally. In sin. Well, living it's actually on the sin. books. It's illegal to cohabitate. Oh, is it? Unless yeah. they changed it. It says that in North is. Carolina? It was. That's I, I don't know if it still is. Considering, right? Yeah. Wow. So six months, you're with Allie. Do you ask her to marry you? Does she get on one knee and ask you? What what happens? What they leads? let the dogs decide. Yeah, we went to uh to Bailey's and she picked out her engagement ring. So you know, it's like it's all good. Then we did yeah. I did. We were in the mountains. We proposed proposed her in the mountains. Oh. Then later we got we eloped in Asheville. Oh. Stayed at uh What's the house? Biltmore. Biltmore. Biltmore, yeah. Yeah, we visited Biltmore and a little bed and breakfast and all that stuff. It was really cool. That is awesome. And so you guys now have 
three children together. Mm-hmm. So you have a total of five mm-hmm. that we know of, except for that time that maybe. You don't know <laughs> except for whatever DNA happened test. in the. We uh, don't know of a DNA test. Except for whatever I just happened took a in DNA 89. DNA test turn out. I might take this child. <laughs> 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 right? But um, so how old are your kids now? The ones that you have with Allison? 11, 9, and 4. 11, 9, and 4. And you have a 30 year old and a 32 year old? Is that right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. 32, 30, 11, 9, and 4. So I don't ever want anyone to ask me about me spacing my kids out. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Mine are 19, 16, and 10. And I feel like I have to put out an explanation. So you know, are you a granddad it's, tickle yet? It's life. It is life. Yeah. My daughter did have a, a baby. Oh. Yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago. Do you guys, are you able to have, it, like, is your relationship still str- strained with yeah, your oldest two? Yeah, not really anything there. Yeah, oh, and that's sad. I know you hate that you lost that because I feel like you would have tried to pursue. There was more. just, uh, again, me not understanding how to deal with things and then crazy and all that just all together. Just, Compounded. It's yeah. just bad. Yeah, it was I, just bad. I get that. Um. Mental health issues. That she's the one. Allie's the one who's like, what are you doing? Why are you ironing your clothes and laying them all out? And so doing she, all Did she lead you to get some help? Well, she messed it up. Oh, no. <laughs> she messed up your OCD? I would get everything set up and she'd mess it up. Oh, on purpose. You don't need to do that. Oh. Would you get upset? Whoa, yeah, I do need to do it. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. You don't yeah, understand. I do. I do. No, 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 Have no, you no, seen no, What no. About Bob? Let me do my clothes like that. <laughs> See, it was just like, you know, she's blunt. So I love that. That's stupid. Why are you doing that? Oh, that I is love so that. stupid. I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing it. Oh. I just have to. Yeah. Um, and that, she really pushed me to... Um, get some help i started seeing this dude and in raleigh he was yeah dude was 100 years old (laughs) his uh md diploma hanging on his wall from 1951 that is when my dad was born wow uh and he prescribed me lexpro and it helped with the anxiety but it took me a long time to learn that fact that depression is kind of that bottom layer. Yeah. And then you have OCD on top of that, and uh-huh. then you have the anxiety above that. Okay. These are all things that happen because depression, because you don't know how to deal with it. And then it just kind of builds up and creates these other issues? It just builds up. So you were on Lexapro. Do you still, is that still your drug of choice? No, I, had to, I got mine. off of that. Is I it? I love it. I love it. Yeah. I felt like there was a... <laughs> For men, there is an unpleasant side effect. Uh, I think the, uh, the side effect happens with women, too, but we don't care. Does it? Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize. You know. it's, it's not that you can't get it up. It's just that you can never get it over with. Oh, shoot. Oh. Yeah. It's like when you're... <laughs> when. You, you have the stamina of having when, alcohol, maybe. When, when you when you're 16, you're like, I wish this would last longer, and then and it does, and you're like... 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's you're like, like, I'm tired. Tapping out. I'm tapping out, baby. <laughs> I'm going to need to relax now. So, how do you tried that for a while and you, you said, mm, that is not cool? I felt like the eff- efficacy was kind of falling off. Okay, okay. Um, went to effects her for a while. Side effects her, as I like to call it. That was not pleasant. Okay. Um, kind of, I never really did therapy. Yeah, I haven't either, but I want to. I tried it. We'll get to that. Yeah, I'm a little scared. Um, I'll be honest with you. Well, what I found out was most of the time the people that I was seeing for medication management were pretty good to talk to, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they've seen it all. Yeah, not like cracking open deep, dark things. Yeah. But you, you know when they ask you, why do you feel this way? Well, in 1996... Yeah. All these things happened, and then this, and this, and My that, life and that. turned to shit, and yeah. then we had a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and it just kept piling on, and I didn't know how to remove it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm in a really good place, and I really want to deal with this stuff. Because I want to be happy. I just want to be, I want I want the people around me, for me not to affect them in a negative way. Yeah. I, I definitely had a negative effect on my family. Yeah, I don't. Without meaning to. I mean, I didn't mean it. I don't think that I, mean, that I caused any problems for Allie. With it, just beyond her being irritated by that behavior. I was very needy. We're both only children. Okay, okay. So, we kind of, we never really got real needy. Oh, that's good. With each other. That's good. Because we kind of were able to stand her. Now, her parents were divorced when she was very young, so she didn't have that same... Yeah, a different upbringing. Right. But we're still only children. Boy, that was exciting for the first couple of years. When what? When you were actually like, I still like you. You still like me. Everything's working No, out. because we were both only children and we always got what we wanted. Oh. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So suddenly there's like another person to play. Right? Self-sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Well, because she was like in her, was she in her 20s? She was 23 she when you got married. Yeah, 23. Mm-hmm. Hot young thing. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, so I kind of bounced around with a couple different medications. Yeah. I finally feel like I'm in a in a good place with that. Um, we had last year. Her and I had probably the worst fight we ever had in our entire marriage. Oh mm. wow! It got physical. Oh, oh no. no. And I left. I we've we've just... we haven't come to blows. Yeah. At this point, it was the worst. And I still, you know. But well, we've had some bad ones. You know, when the four-year-old the next day was like, "You shouldn't shove mommy like that anymore." Oh God. Ooh. So I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm devastated here." So I called the person that manages my medication. I was like, "Some, we need to fix something here." Yeah. So we tried some mood stabilizers. Yeah. And that is what drove my weight. <laughs> oh, okay. Mood stabilizer makes me want to eat. Munchies. Yeah, yeah. Right? Doritos, Doritos, I... Doritos, everything. Yes, I understand. There's ice cream sandwiches <laughs> in the freezer. I'll eat them all. All at once. Watch me. I think yes. that's where uh, weight loss surgery for me counteracted what the Lexapro would do. Because I... I started the Lexapro how many years ago? I don't even Ten. know. Ten. And I had weight loss surgery seven years ago. Because mm. I got to my biggest after I started that Lexapro. Yeah. And then I never could lose, never could lose. But I'd always struggle with my weight. But now, 
you know, I'm okay where I'm at. I'm fine. It like, messes up your metabolism and makes yeah. you hungry. And got off of that, tried a, um, a few different things. Um, take Vibrid, which is a new. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's like super expensive. Thank you, Dr. Goodnight, for having an amazing insurance that I can get yes. it for very cheap. Uh, it was really a, it was a life changer. Really oh, wow. Yeah. It kind of took those layers and compressed them quite a bit. Wow. You know, there are some days when, when I still feel sad. Yeah. You know, it happens. Yeah. Unprovoked. So when you throw on your emo playlists and just, you know. Exactly. Embrace it for a few hours. Exactly. And you just, <laughs> I, I, it's like, okay, this is going to be a sad day. You know? Yeah. And I'll tell my wife, I said, this is, this is a blue day. I'm blue today. Oh, you know. like the um, the Inside Out movie. Yes. Did that movie kind of hit you hard a little bit? Uh, anger did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I related back. to anger. Yeah. I assume y'all figured out a way to make it through that difficult patch that you had last year. Yeah, we did. It was just That's great. You changed medication. Have yeah. you guys ever done marital counseling or therapy or not really? We we had in the past. Um, we kind of, we kind of both thought it was a little bit of a joke. Yeah. Uh, the therapist would say, here's all these activities I want you to do. And we're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> if neither party is willing, it's not going to work out. And then we're paying this guy, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it's not been perfect. I mean, I'm still in love with her and we, I think we have a great marriage. We have a great family. It's. Um, finding the right medication, getting the right mindset. Yeah. Um, it's an everyday thing. It's like when I get up in the morning, it's like, how are you going to treat this day? Really? You know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm finally in a place where I'm concerned about money. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Um, I just got a new car. Just got my bonus. Yeah. From work. Um, we just found out that Piper's gonna got accepted to the same school as the rest of the kids. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a lot of good things, and that's yeah. really what I try to focus on is is the good things. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and try to balance my checkbook. That is very intense for your mind yes. to never rest. Right. And I would not sleep. Wow. I remember dealing with some similar things, but not to that degree. Right. With, and, with persistent worry about things that didn't need to be worried about at that time. Right. Yeah. And you know, and I still do this, I take my worries to the throne room. Oh, that's... You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I talk to God and I say, look, I need you to take this for me. Can you help me out, Jesus? Can you help me out? Yeah. Because in the good book, it says, don't worry. Yeah. About the thing. And it's hard Every to Every little that. thing <laughs> going to be I mean, all right. You're not exactly. Wrong. Do you, you see the, don't worry. Do you see the birds worrying? No. No. <laughs> Even my animals. I'm actually jealous of my animals. I'm always right. like, Look at I them. want their life. Look at Which, this cat. Yeah, there's a cat laying next to Mike, just Sleeping, living his best life the whole time. Fat cat, and then we got another one oh, over yeah, there. Yeah, they're living their best lives. I 
am jealous of them because they have no worries. And someone just takes care of them. They do have a worry. He's a 56-pound dog named Uno downstairs. That's what they worry about. Yeah. He just moaned downstairs when you said that, too, (laughs) at the very exact same time. I mean, is is there such thing as, like, instinctive worry? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, when I drop my kids off for school, I'm, I'm always, like... I say a little prayer. I'm like, yeah. please keep my children safe today. But like having that faith though is so helpful. <laughs> it is because it, it it's someplace to leave it. it. It's a situation you can't control and your worry cannot fix it. So when you have faith, it is so helpful to be able to say, here, can you take this from me right. and hold it for me? Cause it's too heavy for me to carry. And that's the biggest thing about anxiety. It's like, what? Am I freaking out about? Yes. But sometimes I I tried for years to fix it with my faith and couldn't get it. Sometimes we do have a true chemical imbalance and we need help with it. So I'm I'm now very much an advocate for medication. Um, Do you feel like you worry about other men that are silently struggling and that you think there's a lot out there? I worry about everybody who's silently struggling. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like when you, the girl that lives here with you. Yes. Our niece. Your niece. Yes. Yep. Kids like that. Yeah. Would sit in their bedrooms and cut themselves. Yeah. We've, we've, you know, we, you know, just this week we had some talk about suicide. Here in our home. And it's a heavy subject to have to have that talk. You got to talk about it though. You do have to talk about it and validate those emotions. And and this is the deal. She's not in a place where she's going to do that to herself. But the sad reality is that she battles those thoughts every day. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of us. I've never battled suicidal thoughts. So I don't know what that is like. What is it like every day to literally think, I should just kill myself. It would be easier if I killed myself. And you actually, you know, you're strong enough. You're in a strong enough place. You're not going to do it, but those thoughts are there. That is, and and you realize, because we love each other and we're so connected, we're going to have those conversations. What's happening to the people that have no one to talk to? Right. What, What is going on? Like we said before, they're the ones that follow through with it. And that is so devastating to me. Um, and they're in, it's such a fine line, too. When you're raising teenagers, sometimes you'll have situations where uh, we've had situations where they'll threaten. And I'm like, okay, well, then we're going to pack up and we're going to go to the hospital. That's what we're going to do. And, and sometimes you're like, am I calling a bluff or is this real? And you have to weigh that out. You have to weigh that out. So, But, yeah, there's, I, I wonder how many people we are surrounded by that we think they're all like, okay, everything's great. I'm happy. Everything's fine. Well, I think if anything, this podcast has proven that everybody struggles with something. Yeah, you and know, it really just, makes you think. It makes not, me think on a much deeper level. And it's not, uh, it, I, I hope that someday there is a blood test for depression. Right? That would be interesting if they could because it is it, in there. it is chemical. What right. if they could do it? As a young child, or continue to test your blood over the years, and they could say, well, "We've got some some serotonin levels that are really off, well, so you I need to watch can, your child." Yeah, can, but it's not common, and it's also probably ex- expensive to do. Yeah, a lot of like a regular scheduled blood 
trip test kind of thing. Yeah, because I it does know. waver. Yeah. You know, and, and for myself, personally, I I feel like if in 1996, if I could have addressed it properly. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have been destructive as I was to myself during that time. Yeah, yeah. And probably would have not have to deal with depression for 20 plus years. That's a long time. It is, especially when you don't know what it is. And you don't know how to handle it. Yeah. It does make me think of the Inside Out movie and little sadness walking around and, and anger and and thinking, God, what if what if you were like that all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, what if those were your primary emotions? Yeah, that's that's intense. And at the serotonin level testing, I've never I've never thought about that, but that would be so cool if that was something that we could do. You just jump on it and and try to decide if it's environmental or if it truly is chemicals right yeah and and there's still such a stigma for treating with medication and i'm like but guys this is the i had lost myself mike i could not have a conversation with you i couldn't and i truly feel like conversing with people is actually one of my gifts connecting with people is a gift i had lost who i was completely the only person i could safely communicate with was sean and it was starting to leave I was starting to have so much anxiety. I didn't even like want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, even my best friend, it was difficult. I wanted to shut down. I wanted to run away. I wanted to panic. There was just something going on mentally that was just was not jiving. When I was put on the medication, within a month, I was me again. And I love me. And I'm happy with me. And I'm happy as myself. And now, several years back, um, maybe three years back, I had to have uh, a medication adjustment because I've never been one. Um, I may post a lot, but I don't finish my alcoholic beverages when I drink. Um, a lot of times I don't. I just can't. And um, at that time, I felt like alcohol would calm me. There was there was this time mm-hmm. period where I felt very angry inside. And um, I remember... Um, Sean has this massive pops collection. It's actually in the room that we're in right now, kind of back to the side. And I could picture myself in the backyard. What's big to me. It's pretty big. It's pretty decent. (laughs) I mean, so I could picture myself in the backyard and I could picture myself with these pops, lighting it up with a giant wine bottle in my hand, tipping it back, laughing. I could picture myself doing that. Now I adore Sean. Most people think, well, look at that wonderful marriage. Well, three years ago, Adrian was going to bonfire his shit and while she was getting drunk as a skunk. But now, were you able to to see? I visually saw it. But were you able to see the next steps after that? No. So that that was my thing. Like, I would I would walk into my office and there was like this gravel garden and this big rock in it. Yeah. And sometimes on my worst days, I would look at that rock and say, I'm going to pick that rock up and I'm going to throw it right through that glass door. Yeah. But then I could see the police. Oh. I could see losing my job. I could see being on the hook to fix the door. I didn't see the other side, but I knew that if I didn't get help, because it was gradually getting worse, and mm. I felt angry inside all the time and, like, out of control. Yeah. And I was like, I went to my doctor, and I said, look, um, something's wrong, and I'm the nicest person I know, but I'm going to be on the news for killing someone, and that's not okay, and I need you to help me. And she just increased my dosage, and it worked like magic, mm-hmm. thankfully. If not, we'd have had to do some deeper digging, but I was so thankful that that fixed it. I know Sean was. <laughs> it, you know. 
Were you happy, Sean, that I fixed it? That I'm I didn't burn happy. your pops? What'd you say? He's I'm always, always happy. happy. Always happy. Yeah. I think it it was stemmed from I was going somewhere doing something. Music I don't related. know because I don't feel the same way anymore. I remember used to being so possessive of his time and very needy and critical and you can't do this, but I can do this. You know, because I'm like a crazy woman. And Were you the one that almost broke up the band? No, no, not me. I put a petition to join the band back <laughs> together. No, that was me. That was you. Okay. That was, that was him. straight me. <laughs> that was him. No, I tried to get that band. I, I was like, technically, I did. But it came back together. It came back No, together. I told him, yeah. I said, y'all have a gift, and if you give up on this, there have been other bands he'd been in in the past. No, that is like, not what she said. She's like, you are so mopey. You need to get them back together so you'll have something to do. Is that uh, what I said? That's what you said. It had nothing to do with talent or no talent. You I just, think I texted him and told him that. I was like, if y'all don't do this, you are pissing away a lot of talent. Right. You really suck, okay? Fix it. I'm never coming to another one of your shows. That's true, because we're never having another one again, right? I want to be a roadie. And then what's bad is they get back together, and then COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Uh, band that is back together. We would like to introduce a pandemic (laughs) and see how you survive. It literally shut down the the weekend. We were supposed to play the Maywood. The weekend, it shut down. I miss the the camaraderie, like the, the community. At those metal shows, you know, like, these are guys. Now, Sean actually has, has some real lyrics and screaming. But a lot of these shows you'd go to <laughs> would be like, you know, yeah. like that. And you didn't understand, but everybody else be singing along like they knew what the words were. I didn't. Um, but the community of, of these people, they might look dark, but these were some of the best people in the world. Yes. I love the community yeah. uh, that was in the music scene, and I miss that so much. You know, I used to have, because um, I tried out for a band. You can say it. It'll be Megable. Cool. Oh. In 2016. Megable. 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 And that was really when I started going to a lot of shows at the Maywood. That's and when we met you. That's probably yeah. That's when I met you. Yeah, the Halloween show where you had the, the big halfway to Halloween. Halfway to Halloween. Oh my gosh! Your first time meeting Sean was when he was wearing a dress. Yeah. And a wig, and I'm trying to squeeze them boobies. I don't even like, know if he met us then. He yeah. just was there. But you were memorable. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, mean, I have pictures. I have pictures. Oh yeah. Oh, there's plenty of those. Um and. And for a long time, it would be like, okay, I'm going. I'm going to the show. Yeah. I checked a little thing on Facebook. I'm going. And then, like an hour before, yeah. that anxiety would start setting in. I would have never known that when I met you. It's like, maybe I shouldn't go. And Allie's like, go. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to go or not. I so, never yeah. would have known that, Mike. That's what's scary about the silent sufferers. Yeah. I never. Like, you telling me that, I'm like, what? You had anxiety about going? You know what? Today. Anxiety. I, I told my wife before I said I'm starting to get that feeling like I shouldn't go. Well, I'm glad you came. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. You just, just go. You'll be fine. Just go. And then afterwards, you'll probably be really tired today because emotionally, it'll probably take some stuff out of you yeah. to have done this. But I think later you'll be glad you did it because there's hope that we're spreading awareness yeah. Guys, go get help. Yeah. Go get help. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be any less of a man. You're not going to be any less of a person if you try to get help. Yeah. If, if you don't feel right, you know, you shouldn't expect yourself to be rainbows and unicorns 24-7. No, no. 
But I would have been divorced, Mike. We would not yeah, have last. No doubt. We have we have no doubt, and we. Or if not, it, would, it somebody would have probably hurt somebody else. I don't know, but I know and we're not we even those kind going. of people. I remember, you know? yeah, Sean looking at me one day and he's like, are you bipolar? And I was like, what? Why would you ask me that? And I was like, I love okay, you. <laughs> you know, and, and Sean's like just staring at me. I remember the exact point of where we were on our way to a lake, exactly where we were at the stop sign and yep. everything. And me whipping that head around like, oh, no. Oh, no, you didn't, brother. You know, so. not a good She day. turned her head all yeah. the way around. Quickly, was, too. Quickly. As suddenly well. it was like an article from the pentagram. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, it would. Yeah, like me and Sean would not be together, and so and I know Facebook makes things Adrian look pretty. Adrian Rex. Yeah, really. Mm. Facebook makes things look pretty, and I love our relationship. I feel like we have a great relationship. But marriage is hard. It it's is. sacrifice. There's a lot of work that goes into it. There's, you know, there's you also agitated. a lot of work to get out of it. There is. There is. And and the thing is. We, and I'm kind of lazy, if I, and I don't feel like putting in the effort to get out of it. Oh, <laughs> if we did get a divorce, Sean would just be like, peace out to the marriage system. He'd be like, screw you. I ain't worried about that junk no more. <laughs> you, I mean, you wouldn't worry about getting married again. I know. I'm, but you would take care of your kids no matter what. I know well, that. Well, they're about grown, I, so. Oh, they're about grown. Sean's like, peace <laughs> out. So, Adrian, Keep are you going to start acting crazy? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's kid, like, whose house am I coming to crash at? Yeah, yeah. Which one going. of you kids is going to house me? Daddy needs a couch. Yeah, dad needs a couch. I raised you, no, you raised me. No, yeah, I, I'm so thankful that I got help when I did. And I really, God, when I did it, did I have any support? Or did I just go do it? You just did it. I had no support. Like I, all I, my, Honestly, I don't know if you spoke to anybody because I, don't I, remember. I wouldn't have been in those conversations, but... I don't, you just, uh, no, no, you didn't I, even I was tell me, you just kind of quietly called. No, I was so crazy. Who did you, who would you call? For? I actually went to my gynecologist. Okay. And, and she's the one that prescribed it for me. And now well, she maintains us dudes it. dudes don't have gynecologists that we visit. So where, would your regular doctor Normally be a psychiatrist would handle it for you. A psychiatrist or your general doctor can try you on some things. But then when you get into more intensive, like what, do you see a psychiatrist? No. So I did try therapy. Yeah. Um, after the big thing that happened. Is that a psychologist therapy? I think that's a psychologist. Psychiatrist is medication management. Yeah. So, the, Or if I'm wrong, the crowds will tell me. The, the, the person that manages my medication, she is, she's a PA. Yes. She's a licensed social worker. Okay. LS, yeah. LSW. So, yeah. And uh, so she knows all this stuff. And my appointments with her are great. They're, they're better than my therapy sessions. The therapy sessions that I went to. I may need her information. It was just because therapy was online. Um, I didn't feel like he was trying to crack any nuts. Yeah. You know, to try to dig and ask about things. And that might be just because I was like, yeah, I feel good. Yeah, so maybe he didn't want to get in there. What is that? There's so a... apparently, I just looked it up, psychologist versus psychiatrist. Uh, psychology treat less severe conditions, usually handled without med medication. Okay. So that's where you lay So I couch. guess then you have your licensed therapist or your social workers. or yeah. I've seen licensed clinical therapists, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of EMDR therapy? Mm-mm. 
Yeah, it's a trauma therapy. Imender. It's something where you're like tapping into your mind. So a lot of these, um, uh, I guess, psycho psychologists or, you know, the people that are there for therapy, they can do this now. Um, I'm trying to, and a lot of times it's like it says, if you're struggling with feelings of overwhelmed, anxiety, depression, or lack of confidence, or you're compulsive, feel out of control, you know, they have these different kinds of therapies. There's DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. Um, it, they help you practice like slowing down to understand and connect, um, utilize new insights on how to manage your physical and emotional reactions. Like I just heard the word emotional regulation recently. Hmm. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, that's big like in the therapy world. So I'm I'm new at all this. I don't know anything. I'm I'm hoping to start consult your doctors, soon, people. But I'm kind of yeah, and that's the great thing is that you don't have to know about it. Yeah. I, I really don't. And then, yeah, that's DBT. I wanted to see EDMR, but I'm struggling. It's where you kind of tap into a place in your brain, and you can uncover some junk that you didn't know you've repressed or hidden, I think. And I've thought about doing that. But I'm kind of scared, too. I'm like, do I? what if I'm emotionally like a six-year-old, Yeah. and I have to fix that? <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what would I get, because my childhood was... Your trauma, but Pretty you still plain. had trauma. I mean, <laughs> you, you know? still had trauma, but it was trauma as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. What is EDMR <laughs> therapy? Phrased, a phased-focused approach to treating trauma. It's something with body sensations, too. I know my niece has done it, and she'll have, like, these paddles she holds in her hand while she's doing it, and her eyes will be shut, almost like a hypnosis-type thing. Mm -hmm. And um, the paddles will vibrate only on the left hand, which awakens the right side of your brain. And then a few minutes later, the paddle on her right hand may um, vibrate, and that way awakens the left side of her brain. And so wow. she's unlocking all these things. So that's some serious stuff we're getting into there. But I, yeah. I may want to get your um, your person's information because you know yeah, they I, talk and handle medicine. That's it's that's it, a big win win. Yeah, if I was gonna recommend anybody to do anything, I would. Uh, you know, a therapist can write prescriptions. Yeah. Um, I, I'm through MindPath Health. Mind, it used to be MindPath Care Centers, but now it's MindPath Health. Okay. And it's, they have therapists, but they also have medication management. To me, I get more out of talking to Ginger every four weeks. Yeah. Because she can validate things. Yes. Yeah. Or she can say, you know, this thing as a result of medication. Oh, okay. Or like Vibrid. Um, I just upped that by 10 milligrams because yeah. I said, I'm kind of having some like breakthrough anxiety for reasons yeah. I don't understand. And that's the worst too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know why I feel this way because I got a lot of good stuff going on, but right now I'm like crazy. And she's like, well, let's just, let's increase it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And she would try to say, you know, what's going on? Do you have this happening? Do you this happen? I'm like, no, everything's in order, man. I just, don't man, know. I, that's how my life, there was nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. And, and it's irrational. I had completely irrational fears, anxiety about even talking to people. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was like completely irrational. Picking up the telephone to call someone. Yeah. Could send me I, over I the edge. I don't anymore now that I'm medicated. And it's just mainly when I'm like really keyed up, you know. Got, I could see that. Yeah. It's like I don't even want to talk to anyone on the phone. Don't call me. I don't <laughs> want to call you. <laughs> no, like my nerves would be shot, like shaking voice. 
Like, oh, hi, I, hi. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Yeah, no, I'd be that bad. And it really was like, what is this person going to say to me that's going to cause yeah. an issue? It's not, I don't know. I, Allie has trouble with that. It was like she a has fear trouble of with calling failure people. Yeah. or something. Yeah. So once I was, now I do not have any trouble talking to anyone. <laughs> None. Just FYI. None. I'm sure no one is aware I of that. I wish she had a little. He probably wished I had some restraint. <laughs> yeah. Add one of those noise filters to her face. Oh, no. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to take this notebook and go slink across that head. Wow. Hashtag perfect marriage. Here comes a flying notebook. Up that Lexapro again. Mike, is there anything else that you can think of that you'd like to share today? I want to know how many Legos you own. You don't want to know. Yes, I do. How many Legos do you own, Mike? How many Lego sets? It's how many how Legos? Many Legos, because there's a no. lot of Legos per set. I would, I, think. I would bet money. Mike knows the individual number of pieces he owns and the individual number of pieces he is missing. He has a spreadsheet. I'll we talked about bet. this. We have talked about this. So when we didn't get pay up, buddy. <laughs> one one of my office moves. We moved offices, and um, when I took, I have the big um, Star Destroyer. Oh, yes. And a piece, once I got everything out of the box, back on the shelves, I had like 62 sets at work. Um, I found a one by four gray piece at the bottom of the bucket. (gasps) Where does this go? (laughs) No. Oh, my God. My OCD, right? Um. And you probably couldn't let that go. I couldn't let it go. Couldn't let it go. So we have three hundred and we have a total of three hundred and thirty-two sets. What? Jesus. What? Now that that also includes the stuff that my son has. It also includes my wife's Harry Potter collection. One hundred and forty-seven thousand two hundred and fifteen pieces. I told you, Sean, pay up. I get what I want. I get what, you know what, I'm going to go to Arizona. Retail. So I have 332. They have retail prices for 280. Their retail price values. (laughs) Are you going to tell us? Are you going to tell us? $14,183. No way. You have to. Holy crap. I need to know this. I need to know this. Do you have your Legos on your home insurance policy? Because you should. I should, shouldn't I? You need to add that this week. Make a note. Okay? Because uh, that's a lot of money. I have my wife's jewelry, uh, my Stratocaster, and I guess we should ask, add those. Lego collection. You need to add the Lego collection. When yeah. you over... Look, you could buy a few baby used cars with that. 14000 Not really. Not now. Not now. I know. But, like, you could have. He no. could maybe find I know. something. You know, I could find something. A good deal. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, this missing piece, I um, this site brick set, yeah, ha- has everything, and that's where you like track the sets that you own. And I downloaded it in uh, Excel format. Yeah. Of course, I work for an analytics company. Yeah. 
loaded that data into the million dollar software product. Might as well. <laughs> might as well. What else is it for? I mean, cross matched all the pieces. Yeah. All the sets that had that piece. Oh my God. <laughs> because the piece has a unique Sean, identifier to obsessive it. Obsessive compulsive disorder is a real thing. Adrian, like... let me have my reaction right now. Okay. <laughs> But no, I love this about about Mike. I love found it. out which because it was like okay, it is in these, you know, two hundred sets. Like, all right, well, this one is here. This one is here. This one is here. And it took a little bit more sleuthing, but I did. It was from the the big star destroyer. It was from the did bottom you of it. take apart the star destroyer and put it back together? No, it was just a little piece on the bottom. We said I tucked that sucker right in the bottom. Were you, did you immediately feel a sense of satisfaction? Yeah. My world is now right yeah. because that Lego is where it goes. And I found it. <laughs> I freaking found it, guys. I told, I told my boss, I said, you would not believe what I just did with this software. <laughs> She's like, you got to tell Dr. Goodnight about that. I was like, hell no, I'm not going <laughs> to tell Dr. Goodnight that I just did that with this software. That is great. Because they encouraged us to make our offices like home. And you did with right. your Lego sets. And it's like, as more and more added, I... Um, I got a bookcase. Yeah. And I needed another one, so I called facilities, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got a ton of bookcases. Nobody uses books anymore. Oh. So I had a second one brought in, and it was just. Yeah. And then, you know, we shut down. And COVID, then, yeah. Then I'm not going back, so I went up there, and I have like those big coffin, two big coffin tubs at home that have everything stuffed inside of them. So you would pick up a a made a set. You did not take these sets apart again and no. put them all back together because that would have been like. And I'm sure that there. Are, I'm sure that it's going to be chaos if I ever open those boxes because I'm sure there's probably pieces broken off of mostly everything. You should leave the boxes shut for your OCD. The minute you open those boxes, it's well, like Pandora's box has been ripped wide open. You know, like I said, my wife does the Harry Potter sets. Yeah. Because this is our thing. Like we yeah. build sets together. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right? Um. And and Piper will be messing with it and break it. I'm like, it's okay. You can put it back together. <laughs> right? It's okay. I am thinking about that Lego movie, the first one with the dad playing with the pieces and gluing them <laughs> yes. all, gluing them all together. These are not toys. So inter stack, inter lockable, so I, stackable block system. Yes. I have I have the Death Star. It's like this big, huge, the big one, and it has yeah. like multiple levels on it. And uh, the other day, I walked past it and. My nine-year-old took a Porky Pig minifig and put the Porky Pig head on the Stormtrooper. Yes. And how did that go over? Not well. You're, you're, you. He is the dad from the Lego movie. He is. Yeah. You are Will Ferrell. Now, I wouldn't glue it together, but I was like, little buddy. Never come apart. Don't I know you're only nine. Yeah. We are from planet two. But this is not a toy. And we have come he is he you. is like Sid from Toy Story. Ah. No, he's not. You yeah. have that kid. I mean, I mean, I I have this big organizer that I used to have for like nuts and screws and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I helped him put his mini fix. So there's like a row of heads, a row of torsos, a row of feet, a row of hair. Oh my gosh! In the, the little toolbox thing. Yeah, but then I'll go into his room and I'll find. Don't look at the. Do not look at our Lego collection. I'll find a hand on his floor. Does it stress uh, you out? It does. Oh, my god. So I'm like, why are you taking these apart? Yeah. I have minifigs that that I have in little Ziploc bags oh that my I gosh. have tucked away. To hide. 
to hide. Yeah, I get that. Because they're mine. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. I. Oh, this mine. is like the best ending to a podcast. <laughs> Lego I told. I just want you to know. I told you, boy. I told you. He knew exactly how many pieces he had. You proved me wrong for sure. Well, I knew. Me and Mike had talked to these shows. Well, I just figured there was and throwing no your way. Body he... around. <laughs> huh? During the shows, when you were up there sweating, oh. you were throwing your body around, singing on stage. So I'm me up there doing Mike all that, talking. and neither of you were paying any attention. No, no, no. That's, we, that's what I'm hearing. No, right we're we worship the ground you walk on once oh, you begin. But when that, you're doing okay, the mic weird. checks, we're talking about this Lego collection. Mm. If I'm doing a mic check, I'm checking on Mike. Checking on Mike. You, you never say that. You're like, cash, credit. <laughs> No, I say, look, it's Mike Tickle. Oh, yeah. Re- remember the show at the... Uh, Give your mic a tickle and tickle your mic. The last one at, the, at the water heater place. Distillery? Oh, the last one. No, the water heater. NC water heaters. At NC oh, yeah, water yeah, heater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when shop. He, when he stops the show and he's like, I got to call out this this girl who was at this show at the distillery. And then she showed up here and here's her name. And I'm like, Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's me. Mike, you Do you are know that I went part of the crew? Do you know that I went to the Kraken? That I went to Wow Sweat. Sweat. That was all the way. How many hours? Let's That's be a few hours away. Crystal clear. <laughs> there was a little organization known as the Georgia Heavy Metal Alliance oh, that Mike no. had an allegiance there? to. And that was what drug him to most of I those far forbidden allegiance. places. That was a shit show. <laughs> it was. There we go. There we go. I have a final question for you to end the podcast on. Yes, ma'am. Do you have a junk drawer in your house? Everyone does, but do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm encouraged by that because Allie I didn't hates know. It. He knows what? exactly what's in it, I'm sure. Allie hates it. But you have a junk drawer, as organized mm-hmm. as you are. I'm impressed, because um, I've never, I didn't but even know people organize their nuts and bolts. Because it's messy. Okay. So this is something Wait, is that Al- affects her, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's not a neat freak, but she likes things to be organized. Well, I don't blame her. But see, the junk drawer is like, it's like Custer's last stand. Snowman's land. I have yeah. a junk dresser, and then now there's junk all over the top of the dresser, and I know you saw it when you walked in. Well, what about <laughs> all? What about all the things? There's things that just they don't have a place. Yeah. Like a little Allen key from a piece of furniture that I put together. Yeah, yeah, you got to put it somewhere. I just start throwing those out. The COVID test that the government just sent us. Where do you stick those? In the junk drawer. Yeah. We may need those one day. Yeah. So that was the final question. It's. I do, and it's okay to have a junk drawer. It's okay. It's okay to have a junk drawer. It's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to feel depressed, as long as you are going to be tough enough to go get help. Yeah. And I'll celebrate your uh, junk drawer. Oh, look at you celebrating junk drawers! I love that. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you Helping so much. Helping people one junk drawer. Thank you. Yeah. Drawer. I can't even talk. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Bye, y'all. Peace, love, and happiness.